0: everybody sports gives number 92 i'm francisco joined by good bud charles happy birthday to fellow goof andrew he's out partying got some cheer wine probably going to culvers or something i have no idea one of his non-sponsors he's probably out there yeah it's a happy birthday to you dude enjoy yourself we'll see you next week happy birthday good buddy yeah we'll have a non-sponsor something for you i guess we'll we can find uh, something in a pinch but yeah man it's it's gonna be good it's gonna be good let me read this thing and hopefully let's see if i can do this one shot let's see if i can do this one shot this episode is brought to you by you, our listeners that support us on Pod Hero. If you like this podcast and want to support the work we do, please take just a few minutes to support us on Pod Hero. Not only can you support this podcast, but you can provide ongoing support for all of your favorite podcasts with a single $5.99 per month subscription. And to answer your question, yes, we're using Pod Hero to support our favorite podcasts too. And for a limited time, PodHero will donate an additional $5 to our show on your behalf when you join. Just make sure you use the link in our show notes. Thanks for your support. Haha! <laughs> I did it! One shot.
1: Well done. I feel that after two more attempts, you will be perfect to replace Space Ghost Coast, Coast to Coast, <laughs> voice actor, and then make the sequel.
0: Yeah. Oh man, I was, geez, that's been a while since that show sheesh i've seen that show in a long time my goodness gracious all right charles sports happened last week a lot of sports happened right yeah many many sports many deportes many things like that and i'm currently watching i got the panthers and the red wings on and then i think the heat play later today so we'll see if they'll they'll disappoint us along the (laughs) along the show It shouldn't be because I'm not watching it, right? Yeah, that's true. That seems to be the trend. When Charles doesn't watch the heat or even check up on the score, they win. Just the mere thoughts of the heat in your brain makes them lose.
1: A little sad and aggravating, but I will accept the fact that I will be the social pariah so we can at least be competitive and get to the East to some degree, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's see. What games did we watch over the last week? Oh, I watched a ton. I watched a ton of sports. I don't know why. I'm not even sure. I watched the women's. Is it because
1: you run a sports podcast?
0: Not even that. I guess it's just something that's on the side. When I'm playing Metal Gear Solid Five, and I'm taking forever in that game. It took me for. It took me an hour to save a a, a sheep. And yeah, yeah. I did. I'm doing the side ops right now. I'm doing all of the side ops, and I'm like going into the, the different outposts and the big outposts and like taking out all their air raid equipment and their their communications equipment. That way when I get to like the real missions and stuff, then I can kinda just pop in and, and make it easier on myself for the future. So I'm setting myself up for the end game. That's what I'm doing right now. That's, that's I love that's the what
1: fact that I was right about that game because <laughs> I told you. I'm like, oh yeah, it's gonna take a lot
0: longer. It's, it's fun. I'm like Oh yeah, I'll just I'll just get through the story and whatever. I've only what done like six missions in the main campaign or main part of the story. That's I, man, it is so much fun. I I can't get enough of it. I can't. I I played last night. Last night I went. I, I don't know. I fell asleep and woke up real late. I played until like three a.m. last night. Boy, yeah. No, I I needed to put it in some hours. I'm like I need to I need to keep playing this. It has to be like five times during a week. I have to play it. It's a good game. Yeah. I mean, what else did you watch?
1: You watch. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah. college basketball's back. I, I mean, I, watched, I was kind of tempted.
0: I watched the women's college basketball game. I watched the Virginia Tech versus Pittsburgh. Virginia Tech handily defeated Pittsburgh. They're, they're not a very good basketball team. And then uh, I saw three hockey games Panthers and both games against the Predators. Then the lone game, the first game against the Red Wings, and they lost that one. That's sad. That was their first regulation loss so far, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. I, I feel like the Panthers are like the the Sealers when they went 11 and 0. It just doesn't feel like they're a good team. It it just doesn't feel that way. Then we've got I watched oh I watched a ton of NBA games. I saw the Rockets versus the Grizzlies because I wanted to see what our our good old buddy Oladipo was doing just in case he pops on over to Miami. You never know. He wants to be here, but we'll see if we can get him here. Watch both Heat games against the Wizards, and a good thing they actually got things together and won the second one, handily. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, well, uh, the Heat have a huge problem finishing games, well, especially when they're up, and even when they're up like a ton. Like they were up by like thirty points, and the Wizards like cut it in half in like five minutes or something. It was, it was, it was insane. And then I uh, saw the Heat versus the Knicks. So that was uh, on Super Bowl Sunday. So that was that's what happened there. And then, good game that I saw. Really good game was the Warriors versus the Mavs, where Steph went for like fifty plus points, and, and Luke still lost, right? Yeah, they still lost. And then, and Luca also put in a ton of points. And man, that guy's good. That guy is just so good at basketball. <laughs> it's it's insane. And so is Steph. So is Steph like oh, people people trash on Steph like he's a trash player like like his 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 rings mean nothing because he was surrounded by other guys and that he's not really a leader or, or, a, or an alpha or whatever but I I don't see that. I don't see that at all. The man shoots, he puts on points he he was he was the reason the Warriors were even in that game. He was the reason why gosh darn it man i will not have any curry back talk the man is good very good at basketball the reason the warriors changed the landscape of the nba he he is basically the reason yeah that's and then uh, of course uh, the super bowl that was the other thing i saw
1: so more like the super bowl am i right
0: oh all right let's i'm sure that was like the only thing you watched aside from wrestling
1: yeah, I actually watch a little bit about, of the West Coast games. Okay. Um, I did watch the Rockets game, and it, <laughs> it was okay. It's weird seeing a team that is built to compete, but will follow with fragments of it, because it's not like I would say the Thunder, which you know their record is more reflective of just luck and then one or two good coaching, because I feel like Houston still maybe has some pieces to get to the AFC I would say, or maybe the seventh seed, depending what happens with entries. But they're very like hot or cold. So I did see that. I saw the Super Bowl. Um, I did not watch the heat, not because I didn't want to, but like the first time I kind of forgot about it. And the second time I was busy. So I I kind of noticed that trend where I'm like, oh, man, they're like winning resoundingly, not so much, but they're winning regardless. And so what I can do is just to read the box score and see the stats. And what I've come to realize is that they win more when Kelly like takes less shots. So hint, hint, just saying hmm. there. And I've been thinking about investing in like NBA pass or stuff like that, just because since we know we're going to get kind of a longer schedule, that might be worth it. But what happens is, is that when you get older kids, if you're that person who wants to spend all their time just watching sports and doing whatever, more power to you. But when you have long seasons, you could be playing Rayman Legends. You could be playing Middle Year Solid 5 <laughs> Phantom Pain on your proper console. Life is short, kids, because then you'll have to be 31 and going on 32 and scheduling your days for root canals and all this other fun stuff. So I choose the ULA as my time. It's not that I don't enjoy sports, it gives me sports that mean something and for basketball right now it's more or less I, I probably watch more sports for the show i would say this early in the season because even if we didn't have a virus situation going on i would still be slow coming into it it's not really until about the end of the month because what this is when they normally do the all-star game mid-season on a regular season that i was like all right let's look into it but it's gonna be interesting but that's all i watched i watch the super bowl of course i didn't watch the puppy bowl i would want to go to the humane society and top them all my poor heart could not take that, even though they're so cute and damn coily
0: Yeah, I uh, yeah, I didn't even notice the puppy ball at all. I just watched the Super Bowl and and man, I don't know what to say about it other than it was eh, it was an eh Super Bowl. I think we all by oh. <laughs> like by, by halftime, we're all resigned to the fact like yeah, this is this this Tom Brady thing is happening thing, isn't it? Isn't it? And it was disappointing. I I didn't watch the fourth quarter. I didn't watch it at all. I just watched like, okay, at the end when the clock ran down, what have you. And then I went out to Dairy Queen to get some some blizzards. (laughs) At the end of the third quarter, I'm like, I need something sweet. I need something to get my mind off of this. The commercials were awful. Like, just the whole Super Bowl. Uh, and I thought the weekend was fine. I thought he was he did a good show. But aside from that, like, the, the rest of the Super Bowl was like, my God, this is, this is, like, the worst one that I've seen in a while. I, I, I will not remember anything from the Super Bowl in a few years. Except for Tom Brady having a perfect life.
1: That Super Bowl was the nail in the coffin of why baseball, hockey, and basketball have more entertaining final games. Like, whatever your final title is nba finals uh stanley cup world series is because you get more than one game
0: yeah it's the beauty of the series like you you, you'll see you get it's competitive yeah you 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 understand the momentum of of the series like but let's say a team is just absolutely dominating all right it's a four game it's a seven game series you know right they're about to sweep you know they're about to sweep so then you kind of prepare yourself for that okay the sweep is coming or if but it's then a... one game won, Yeah. Well, then or
1: one it... game lost.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or then you might have the comeback. Or, okay, they, they win one game. Okay, they won the token home game. No, they win a second game. Oh, wow. Oh, they might be able to do this if they can tie this up. And then you have different scenarios that could happen. But, like, the Super Bowl has so much pressure to have an awesome game. Because once you, once you see that it's about to be a blah, then it's like, ugh. And people stick around for the commercials. But even this year, this year, with the commercials, oh. every year. What a good commercial. Uh, every year, the commercials don't even make it worth it. Don't even They've make it worth it. they been sucking for years. Yeah. Just,
1: just so bad.
0: Yeah, B- BU Cause... here. BU's
1: on. All right. Yo, BU, 2010 was still worse. At least this one had the halftime show go for it. Which one was 2010? Because the only other one I remember watching that I hated more than this was Seattle blowing out the Broncos. Let's see and then I, I will continue my rant. Well, as I'm continuing my rant, because I, I think I could do two things at once. It was it know. was the fact that Kansas City played as if they were without two of their starting tackles. I did not know that also Mitchell Schwartz was gone. Oh, it was uh, Steelers Packers. Really? Steelers Packers? I thought that was quite entertaining. And then 2009. Years. Yeah, and then the other one was... I miss the Seattle Blah dinner because of my Sunday night curling. Like, well, you know, you, you had a good one. <laughs> and here's the thing. We don't know if BU is being, you know, sarcastic. Or I guess this is his lifestyle right here. Anything with different sports, I would say man knows about it. It's all good stuff. I really hope it's real that he did it, but bringing it back, it, it there was no juicy storylines coming into it, and I think storylines matter because everybody's saying it's like, oh, the Brady Mahomes like he's gonna overtake Brady. Statistically speaking, no one's gonna win seven Super Bowls. So I hate that narrative. I think it's just a narrative from poorly imaginative sports casts because they have nothing at, ever else to do with imagination. If anything, this should have been the narrative of Super Bowl of hey, we still like guys who beat people up and children up into the Super Bowl, Tyreek Hill and Antonio Brown. But Ooh. Ooh. I, I mean it's a it's an indisputable yeah. fact. Yeah. Fight me on that, kids. But mm-hmm. that's not – that's a money-selling narrative. But the commercials suck. And the Super Bowl hasn't been good since, I think, I would say the Eagles and Patriots played against yeah, each other. That was the I didn't last really necessarily one. like – yeah, I don't even think I liked last year's yeah, one. I last think I year just liked last year because – of. yeah, well, I think I liked last year because of who won in Kansas City. Because I wasn't really crazy about San Francisco. But this is also my problem with football. It has not really been that enjoyable of playoffs in and of itself – Except for one or two games, I think the Packers game was entertaining that came down to the wire against them, and um, the Colts and the Bills, the Bucks.
0: That was a good game.
1: Yeah, that was good, and it was all like that. But then Buffalo, Baltimore wasn't that good. Baltimore, Tennessee wasn't good. It was a little bit more old school than anything. Tampa Bay versus the Saints wasn't good because the Saints looked really out of it and Drew Brees is done. So not only is this, the, this is really should have been the narrative, but no one wants to go to this extreme. This is a season where one old man killed another old man the, to be Highlander because Tom Brady at 43 goes and wins the Super Bowl. Brees doesn't do anything with it, right? Instead, he played so badly that it caused him to retire as Tom goes to get ring number seven. There's just nothing entertaining about it. So with baseball basketball even when the Cavs came back and beat the Warriors being yeah. down 3-0 and then come out to win the full seven yes I understand there was some chicanery of foot we get that but that's all sports and the flags really just killed it and I don't know it's so weird because everybody's a referee even though people who aren't referees but I was <laughs> I was playing like you know how they say backdoor driver or backseat driver or whatever yeah. that's how I felt Sunday night and mind you Partially is they changed the rules so damn much that I don't know what's a rule anymore, I don't know what holding. They really just changed what the catch is, even though years ago what was disputed as a non-catch is now catch. But it was so an- unsatisfactory. And then I look into the pass interference call, I don't know if it was Jadavis Ward or who was it that got called on Mike Evans, even though yeah. Mike Evans was nowhere near the ball. Yep. But they're saying it was like
0: twice it there bad. were like two of them, where it's like, okay, that that is not a catchable ball. <laughs>
1: whatsoever but it looks like he was just kind of like falling down and i'm like well where's the push-off and then i have like two friends who are like no no i see it i'm like do you or do you want to just make me feel inferior yeah. to you because i jumped on the bandwagon of a it's not a it's not a flag and then the other one's saying it is a flag and this goes back to the fact of this is why didn't you push you you know last year to be able to review these things, and this is why should we take away. Because if it wastes time, Super Bowl is long anyway. But wouldn't you want the – this is why these rules come into play. Wouldn't you want the most important game to have the capability to review all these things? TV time be damned because everybody's paying to be on your TV anyway. But it was just unsatisfactory, and for anybody. And I'm going to agree with Mike Golick Jr. on this, which is rare because I never really name quote a different analyst or whatever. Anybody who says this is on Patrick Mahomes because it's statistics, oh, statistics looking at you, dude. Steve A. Smith. Looking at you, Stephen Smith, because he said, we can't regard against this. When there was a blowout on his record, one, he doesn't play all positions. And then two, the man was just making the greatest non-plays I have ever seen in football history. And the fact that Byron Pringle, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, Travis Kelsey all let him down is undeserving if i say aj styles can get a five star or not i won't say five star but a four star match out of me and my buddy tony in a handicap match with a broom as a weapon to help us i also believe that patrick mahomes can get you me and andrew and you, you know a super bowl ring at least to get to the super bowl because he's that damn good he can get me a touchdown pass i don't even have to run around he'll just be like hey just follow it it's okay charles i know you're five seven and you have busted legs you're gonna catch this ball he can put it in my hands and it's up to me to do it now I will say this in defense of all those calls: that Chiefs defense, they looked like they rested on their laurels because the discipline was just not there, the pass rush was not there. Yeah. So the, it was a tale of two games where I would say the first half was like, "What the hell, refs?" and use the every little Facebook meme that's out there about Tom Brady bringing all his Patriot friends, aka the refs, to help him in Tampa. And then the second half was just like, you know, can't see you play a really disappointing game. I just felt like a father. Who's you know just talking to his kid about getting a, a d in technology, but I it just wasn't enjoyable, man. And I, it, if they think our culture is very, oh, we always have to look at our phone during every bit and segment, they're right because of snooze fest games like that. Where either there was enough time to prepare, there was too much time to prepare because I think that sometimes depending on who you talk to as a coach, a concern of too much rest makes you rusty, and just the fact of you know we kind of changed certain rules that would have benefited it and this is terrible. Or maybe the fact that the weekend had a twenty five plus minute halftime show and the guys got out of it. Maybe the weekend jinxed them. I don't know. Do you think that's Patrick Mahomes jam? But let me ask you this, Francisco. Oh boy. Yep. Seven rings. Seven rings for Mr. Tom. Yeah. But did. What are
0: you gonna do? He's good. I'm gonna do this he, just because I have name, to. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah. Put 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 a damn statue outside. But, uh, I, I bet the Buccaneers are gonna retire his number. Watch watch them watch them do. So it. watch them do. You it.
1: know how there has been requests for Jerry West to not be the logo anymore, right? Yeah. They want to put with Mike. Does Tom Brady get something named after himself? Because I was talking about this with my friends, because my friend Houdini had is the Super Bowl MVP
0: award named after anybody i don't don't think think it is
1: you might as well i think it should be i'm just saying the guy's had it five times no one if we had a crystal ball would even come around to half of that straight without being a player you know leading into it because they get mvp and mind you there were some of them that were just jokes you know that shouldn't he shouldn't have had it um i think the one where he beat the falcons it's
0: called the pete rosell trophy
1: that's what it is well well it needs to be called the tom brady trophy
0: yeah yeah you yeah. can't yeah you because name it he, after, you can't just name it after a commissioner i get Pete rosell and whatever but it should be named after a player
1: yeah and my thought process is that it's about his legacy his legacy spans two decades it was probably longer than what pete rosell has given contributions to the game to two teams now he's not an ambassador to the sport i would say Granted, I don't know much about his charity work. I know about his certain political affiliations, which he's allowed to support he wants. I don't really care, but it's more about everything to it. But to get that, Fives sort are of one be The only one I can think of is when James White should have won it against the Falcons because he was literally catching every ball mm-hmm. that year when they were coming back. But yep. I digress. And I think Wes Welker also got one year. One of my friends was like, oh, it should have gone to Gronk. I'm like, yeah, No. You know, like when you saw how he threw that ball to Antonio Brown for that third touchdown was the nail on the head of why he should have been the MVP because it was put in a place that there could not even be a pickoff. It's like he learned from looking at Russell Wilson's pick that he had to Malcolm Butler, like don't throw high, throw low, because that was perfectly placed in a position where there was no chance it was either going to be a drop or it was going to be a touchdown. There was no in between. And it was an efficient offense. It was one of those weird Super Bowls where none of the studs on either team really did anything on offense. Uh, Mike Evans only had one catch for 31 yards, but he was a distraction. Yeah. Chris Godwin had like two catches all, all for the, 14 yards. All the
0: holding calls, all the, the pass interference were when he was throwing to him. That was yeah. what was going and on. Part,
1: but, part of me feels too is there should be like a consideration for a defensive player, like most valuable defensive player in the Super Bowl because Viffey was everywhere too was everywhere, yeah. I, and I understand the injuries, but it's still impressive, to say the least, of what a guy on a team can do. Because it was a well-played game on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Offensively, it wasn't just the Brady show. It was like the damn they're stuffing Clyde Edwards-Helaire. They're making sure that Tyree Kill, Can I Antoine Winfield Jr. I need people to just let young men enjoy the game and realize that Tyree Kill asks for it sometimes. Straight up. So if the worst thing that can happen is someone giving you the two sign, which to me is deuces, but I'm a little old. Let's not poo poo on him because here we are with these. I I would only imagine these like middle aged men who's like, you need to learn how to play and respect the game. I'm like trash talk is part of the game. There's no greater trash talk than one of the top paid receivers getting blocked out by a rookie in Antoine Winfield Jr. And, what, I know Ty- Tyreek went 7.73, but a lot of those were just garbage time stuff. The only receiver who did anything in mean, receiver is Travis Kelsey. That's kind of the problem with the Eric B. Enemy show. But you had a thought. I really interrupted because I wanted this whole mainframe. But you tell me and go from there.
0: The Buccaneers defense, if you could have given them the MVP, I would have given it to them as a collective whole. Yeah. What what a fantastic game plan. There are, there are coordinators and everything that they set up. To, to stop the Chiefs. And of course, the Chiefs once again had a hand in not doing anything. The receivers not doing anything for Mahomes. So that's that is part of it. But the other part is they made Mahomes life miserable. Oh. Absolutely miserable. The fact that Mahomes was making some of the throws that he was making in and of itself it talks about his talent. But of course, any other quarterback that's it's it's stopped. They are done. They are gone and that's that's what the Bucs did. It almost almost seems like they're, the first time they won the Super Bowl it was basically the defense is doing everything against the Raiders. And essentially, this is what happened again. Once again, their defense wins the championship for the Bucs. And, yeah, man, I, I just it's insane how little the Chiefs were in it. They just freaking just got three field goals. That was it. That was all they could do.
1: And, and then, you want to know how I felt like I knew they were going to lose that game is when they decided to go for that third field goal. Right before the half, yeah. I was like, okay, they're not playing to kill, you know. And I know that sounds very grotesque in our world, but it's a, you know, it's a mentality that you need to have. You need that killer instinct. Tom Brady, Bruce Arians, they have that killer instinct. Byron Leftwich, as that coordinator, has that killer instinct. They went and they got the touchdown on the last play of the game, and it's like, or not the last play, but the last, basically the last drive of the first half. And you knew they were going to, because that was their goal, was to get it. And then it was that's the A B play. And you're like, okay. And they play conservative all the way, or was it the um, Leonard Fournette touchdown run? I don't remember. But it it, it makes you kind of hate the game. Now here's a f- more fun question for you know the sassiness in me because when you talk about who should be hired as coaches and not does that affect another year of Eric Bieniemy being a uh, coach at some point? Because that was something even I talked about on the blog and we've talked about in the past how it's a crime that this man doesn't get it a a coaching job whatsoever. And then you see, like, this game kind of play out, and I feel that would really severely impact him, at least for another year and a half. Now, some people might say, nah, Charles, it's one game. But one game's really all you need, and you've had an additional two weeks to plan out, and it looked like it wasn't planned out because everything was screen,
0: yeah.
1: draw, run, screen, draw, run. Oh, Tyreek Hill is blocked, so we can't throw a downfield. we we'll so, so be creative. I Do probably, something else.
0: I he'll get his chance. I think right now it's just a matter of maybe – Teams will see. Like, Being too good to get interviewed? No, maybe it's a... F- oh, is it Mahomes? Is Mahomes is the reason why he's doing well? Is that the reason? That yeah, could always be one of those. Yeah. Like, maybe teams want to wait and see. Uh, I-, I don't think anybody would... One bad Super Bowl, you know, after years of, of some success here. I don't think that will... Well,
1: I would say that, but then I would raise you Brian Dabble. I believe, or, or I'm sorry, Daryl Bevel. I, I, I don't know. I know his name, but Bevel, who was the offensive coordinator for the Seahawks that year, mm. where they went to throw for it. I know Pete was like, I'll take it on me, yeah. because that's what leaders do as coaches. They take that thing. But the offensive coordinator is still calling that play. I,
0: I still, well, that's like a disaster. And Daryl never. That is just a, Yeah, it, it is. I, I don't think that that's even on the same level as as making that decision, you know? that all things
1: relative you take everything as a whole right yeah
0: okay yeah well i i I, uh, there's so many teams out there looking for the next big thing with with coaches i I don't think it'll affect them whatsoever
1: and though a lot of people got hired that have not proven their salt dan campbell Uh, yeah dan campbell just talked a talk that was very frat boy 1970s (laughs) and then stephen cully for the ravens getting hired from the Ravens to Houston may work, may not work. And he's kind of stuck in the Deshaun Watson bind. And then a lot of the other ones kind of felt like false promises. And my concern is, is that for the, for the, I guess the newer coaches or the coaches trying to get hired, their coordinators, or, you know, at least one stop goes, Bruce Arians came out of retirement, quotation marks, you knew he just wanted out of Arizona and showed that, you know, there's longevity for coaches who have been tenured before. So, maybe you don't get that opportunity, which maybe also raises the fact that Adam Gase gets a third try somewhere. Who oh, knows? God. Please go. Right? Because God. imagine just going and say it's the New York Jets. Come on. I really feel like that would be his job interview. Wherever he goes next mm-hmm. year, whether it be in college yeah. or um, the pros. Come on. It's the Jets, man. Nobody is good because time away makes you look good. How do we know? Because Todd Bowles looked good. Todd Bowles is now a, a Super Bowl winner with um, – tampa because he's the defensive coordinator and he yeah. was a chess guy and he had one good year just saying other food for thought
0: well let me let's let's go on with that i, I got i got a segment here ready to go now that you mentioned let's do it now that you mentioned bruce arians uh, i would like is a
1: guy who wears best hats
0: <laughs> no 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 it, it's it, he's a real mvp i'm just gonna say that right now
1: he, he is a straight-up real MVP. I, I'm gonna. We, say, could, we should segue this to a "you go girl" as well.
0: Oh, we're we're gonna get that. Too. Uh, no, I had the whole thing planned out. No, no, no. This is this is what's what's going down, man. He, he was he's the real MVP, all right. Not not only the oldest coach to ever win a Super Bowl, that, that's one thing, but the fact that his staff is just primarily made out of, or at least the the heads, uh, African Americans, the assistant coaches, the top assistant coaches. So he and he this he's had a history of this. This isn't his first rodeo. No, he's had a history of of giving minorities and, and women the opportunities to coach in the NFL. He was in, when he was in Arizona he gave a woman the, the first position as a coach in the NFL. He's got two women on this staff as well. As well and that and that's where I was gonna go with the the you go girl. Charles, I was ready for this. So why, why didn't we, we actually
1: care about diversity over here at Sports Gifts.
0: Yeah. Well, an aside, Sarah Thomas, who we have highlighted before as a female referee, she was the first ever to officiate in the Super Bowl. So there's one. You go, girl. Yeah, one you go, girl. Two, the, the two women on the staff of Arians. Lori Locust, Emeral Javadifar, the first female coaches to win a Super Bowl. Last year, we had a first female to coach in a Super Bowl, but this one, or these two, the first to win. So let's learn a little bit about these two. All right, Lori Locust, assistant defensive line coach. Little history here, alum from Temple. She decided to start getting into football around like age 40. Started playing in like a, like a rec league and stuff like that. And then became more interested. Then became an unpaid assistant coach for nine years at her high school. And then one day she was like, man, I, I'd really love to, to move on up. And so she went to some NFL coaching seminars and things like that. And then coached in the semi-pros. Coached in the AAF, Alliance of American Football. And then one of her, I think her ex- Boyfriend from a long, long time ago. Had some connections in the NFL and was able to to get her to to land a job with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And lo and behold, she wins the Super Bowl with Bruce Arians. So that's her. Then Javadi Far, assistant strength and conditioning coach. She's from Iran where women were not even allowed to watch sports until very recently. Even then, it's a very risky proposition there was uh, very serious things that went on over there uh, especially with this one woman that died because she wanted to watch a soccer match in iran so there's a lot of bad things that have happened in that nation and so she and her her mother encouraged her in watching sports and things here w- went to pace university was a college basketball player then earned her doctorate in physical therapy and lo and behold, she gets hired by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and wins the Super Bowl. So those are our two you-go girls. Getting an opportunity. Congratulations. Bruce, Bruce Arians, our real MVP. So that's, that's what went down, man. That was just, yeah. And Bruce Arians that's also big. with the Temple. Yeah, so that was a, that was a nice coincidence between him and, and Lori Locust right there.
1: You yeah, don't know, it's huge. it's big, man, because I don't think for a – the joke – I guess it's a joke, but it's not a joke. But the concept sometimes of, of all sports, but I always felt football was the whole boys club kind of thing. To even get into a, a position that is paid, because as you already heard from one of them, they were not paid to do things. They did because they loved the game and they wanted to be better. And to have an opportunity to have it showcased because – you need those kind of publicity. It's been a good, um, and I say publicity is not in a sarcastic way, but because there are certain things that might not have been highlighted years ago. You know what I mean? Um, on the news, on the media, on the entertainment, for even consideration of the job. And you look at how twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one kind of worked out in football. With you had the kicker and college football. I forgot her name. Please forgive me. Already, you had Sarah um, Fuller. Sarah Fuller. The Miami Dolphins, I believe, got a. Um, Uh, female GM or am I thinking the Marlins
0: the Marlins Kim Ang
1: Kim Ang yeah but you know that's still something different sports but it's there and now you have Sarah Thomas officiating um and the thing is this is big because who do you know in uh officiating for football I know Ed Hockley and I know Jerome Booger that's it one because of the muscles and one because he looks uncomfortable about the poop and
0: Hockley because yeah because of the muscles and I think his son is also now a a ref, because Hockley retired, so we got, we got a son, but his son is not as swole as his dad. So. His son looks like Scrappy Doo. Yeah, exactly.
1: So that's they, what he reminds me of. Yeah. So this is big because I'm looking for the next step of a you know bigger coach, offensive coordinator. If there's plenty of coordinators who never played the game, why isn't that you can also transition to you know a female offensive coordinator? So that's where I'm interested in. I'm really hoping that you know, basketball can't break through, and Becky Hammond at least does get some considerations because what I find that Popovich and Arians have in that common is they're not doing it for the publicity, they're doing it because they know that these are intelligent mind leaders and people who can hold themselves and the organizations that they work for accountable. So it's very exciting stuff because you talk about new blood, you already have an issue with the Rooney rule, Um, but now I want to kind of see what your equivalent might be in 10 years for the NFL, if you could bring on a component to at least interview female coordinators, female coaches for positions, even though it's obligatory, and they always seem to get subverted either way, because room is kind of fractured for both sides of the argument. That might be something to encompass as well, not just minority, but also opposite gender. Mm-hmm. But that's maybe a 2030 conversation that we have on episode. What do you think we'll be in 2030? Uh thousand and five? I mean, we're at 93.
0: There's like 52 weeks. We take off like two months usually. Uh, and then
1: you have to have like the special events and then, you know, the, the breakups that will happen out of egos. I can't wait to – You know, that's a funny question because
0: cool like I was reading uh, – I, I read some stuff on like podcasts and stuff and how you get more listeners over time and things like that. So, yeah, you know, it's, 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 unless you you have the instant success where you get the big big person to promote you and stuff, you, you just got to wait and see. But – some podcasts have lasted for like more than 10 years now and they're on like yeah like episode 1000 what have you i'm like whoa that is a lot (laughs) that's a lot of a lot of talk for sure so i don't know we're about to reach 100 and that's taken us like three years
1: we're bringing back an og kids
0: yeah no no, yeah so soon enough soon enough, we'll we'll have 100 and and yeah, we got a few episodes to go from there. But yeah, yeah, with the, we'll see. Yeah, new blood, especially new blood, new with with uh, with women in, in sports. And it's at some point, both of them kind of acknowledged the significance of them winning a Super Bowl. But both of them were like, we hope it doesn't becomes like like a thing where you have to highlight it to get people to notice. Where it's just like a normal occurrence, and it's it's not anything that's Any more noteworthy than anybody else winning the Super Bowl, you know, but we'll get there. It'll take time like everything. It will take time. Well, Super Bowl commercials, Charles, let's let's get into how uneventful it was. And I don't know if this was because of the virus affecting filming and what have you. I'm sure that that had something to do with it. But I would imagine. One of, my, one of my issues is, okay, you have the virus and things like that, and that made you have to not film certain things or film with certain celebrities or what have you. But, but at the same time, you have animation. You have different means of conveying some stuff. And I just feel like there's a lack of creativity from people. And people who earn the big bucks when I look on YouTube and all types of other areas. And there are people who don't have the big bucks who just do things way more cleverly and way more awesomely. Especially with animation. Animation, like amateur animators out there. There's there's tons of them. They're all trying to make make their mark there. And I'm sure that there will that you can find a few of them that can can give you something special. Give you something real special to, and that you could have posted on, on super bowl sunday but no 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 we we got some 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 duds like a ton of duds just a ton of duds there's that matthew mcconaughey one where he's flat and then he's the 3d doritos and he becomes you know 3d you know?
1: that was kind of like my favorite one because when you're <laughs> choosing poop covering gold and poop you know it's going to be bad but something still going to look a little pretty uh, yeah, <laughs> compared to some of the other yes
0: i don't know hey I... Yeah, he was it was just eh to me that was an eh one. I'm like, okay. He's flat. Sure. I've I've played Paper Mario. This doesn't this, this doesn't affect me. This doesn't But it it made me, me aware of
1: something. Because <laughs> I did not know that there was three D Doritos back or they were still in well, existence.
0: BU just just put a... Uh, why are three D Doritos a thing? Again? Question mark. Well Well, well now for, they for, are for people like me and Charles B U. People who Especially Charles, Look, who's, the, who's, who sacrifices himself to eat these monstrosities.
1: Well, fellas, have you ever had Doritos 3D? They're really good. It's If you like um, Bugles or those kind of chips that they have, yeah, I'm not yeah. a big fan, but that's basically the Doritos version of it. It's not my weapon of choice when I'm buying chips. Hell, Doritos sometimes isn't my weapon of choice. It depends. I, I really... I'll make a list on the next draft that we have. I think we did our best serials. I think we got to do best chips that, you know, put oh, that yeah. into the future for us. Cause I think that's definitely a fun entertainment, but um, one, they're good. That was a fun commercial. We're well, not fun, but that was something that was remotely enjoyable. What was missing. And it has been part of, because of what we're living in the times is the lack of the movie commercials or little mini trailers. Yeah. And I'm not, I think it's also because I'm very resistant toward anything Disney-based, so I don't care for Falcon and Winter Soldier, even though I want to see that portion. I don't care for WandaVision, even though my friends are yelling at me for it, to watch it. It's because, don't tease me. The whole thing about the Super Bowl commercials is, you know, not the 10-second snippets, because that's a ripoff, but if you're going to do something and say, oh, watch the full trailer online in two minutes, I'm like, you can just play the two minutes now. Like, you're not spoiling anything. These movies have been resolved. You know, we can see what's going on with, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I, I need to know now. The only thing you had was once again Disney because Disney is not going to miss their making their money. That's why they had that. That's why they had Ryan, the Last Dragon, or whatever it's called. I don't know. I don't care for Disney. I'm just very like that to them lately because I feel like it kind of feels like a Vince McMahon wrestling thing where they're just telling me it's good, but I know the product. Yeah,
0: the the over regardless. the over Disneyfication of our society does make me cringe and worries me. You got the Star Wars thing, and everybody watching Mandalorian. I don't give a crap about Man. Star Wars. I I do not give a crap about Star Wars, and it's it's been I've seen some of the movies, and it, it just doesn't appeal to me. And people go nuts for it, and I, I I don't think it's as great as people think it is. They just Disney makes you think it's greater than what it is. All right, the Disney remakes, all of them are trash compared to their originals. We all know this. We all know this. We all know this very very well. And, uh, yeah, see, I, I
1: enjoy Star Wars, but the, the last trilogy has left such a sour taste in my mouth. And even though I've heard I've watched clips of The Mandalorian, I couldn't get past that pilot because also fan service is not going to be what I want to watch. I like fan service, that's what you get the YouTube clips for, but you're not giving me good content. And I understand the base of The Mandalorian to where I would probably enjoy it. But Disney has just you know, eh, Disney's fake. You know what Disney is? Disney is, you know, that friend that you had that went off at summer camp. And you know they came back and they had a whole lot of plastic surgery. They're not authentic anymore. You don't love them anymore. No,
0: no, it's that's a, what it is. It's a it's a nostalgia factory now. That's all it is. it's just playing on yeah. people's nostalgia.
1: And and what happens is I'm going to even go further. Disney World's boring. I said it. I you know I went there like the last time I went there was a couple of years ago because they went as like family thing as yeah. a joint birthday yeah, because yeah, we got family time. coming down and it's too hot. It's expensive. I feel bad for the people who are trying to study to get into Juilliard and they have to be dressed up as Mickey Mouse. (laughs) I have a friend who works at the Disney Call Center and it's basically abusive. Um, And and the thing is, it's just, I know, my problem is, is I'm too stuck in reality. I know it's not real and I, I would hate to have a child and guy, or maybe you'll agree with me, I don't want my kid who's like 40 years old. It's Goofy. I'm like a little child. I, have to give you, you, I I must have smart age. You, you understand. i was work.
0: So like, you're dumb. That's you, not.
1: That's a person who's getting underpaid. No way to dress up as Goofy.
0: You understand how blasphemous we're being right now on Andrew's birthday, Mr. Orlando, that we're trashing oh, Disney right that's now. That's why we're doing it. Wait till we
1: get to talk about Tampa. Because <laughs> oh. VU and Freddie, if you're there, and anybody who watches the show actually knows the confines of how much Andrew loves um tampa and orlando and we're gonna say this now because it's gonna be a sneak preview for next week all francisco and i did but it's basically trash andrew about tampa bay the last two days you don't
0: even want to see the group (laughs) chat i I was oh it was great uh, yeah let's hold on i want to get into this now let me get into this right now just right now because he he cannot come in to defend himself oh he could he could pop in if he's like at I don't know look, I'll if, he, say right if, now, if he's he at Chili's right O'Lampa now that much
1: or actually you, you love or that much to come in on this for your
0: birthday. Ooh. So I respect it, but yeah, get into it, Francis. If he's at Flanagan's right Go now, look, all right, I get the Tampa Bay. I understand. All right, but do not lump the Tampa Bay Rays into this. Do not lump the losers into this. Do not lump a franchise that is actively destroying their team without winning a championship. Right. the Marlins at least won something before they broke everything apart. So you can't trash me for that. But do not lump Saint Petersburg, not even Tampa, into this. Champa Bay. I'll give you the bucks. I'll give you the lightning. Alright. Mickey Mouse rings. I don't I don't I don't adhere to that to that thought. You won the damn thing, you won the damn thing. But don't be like, oh, they they made it to the finals. You still lost. All right. well, to give to give the uh, no, nobody some cares backdrop. about the American League Championship Trophy. I don't even know what it looks like.
1: <laughs> Name me three players on the Rays. That's what I'll say right now. Um, <laughs> to give listeners backstory on this, Andrew, and this is like ten at ten at night. This is Sunday. Yeah. Texas is like, don't you guys think that Tampa Bay is a table of championships or the city of championships? Compared to LA, Francisco are like a resounding hell no. No. Because the storylines were better. I rooted for the Dodgers, too. The players are better. And plus, they're perennially contenders. Yeah. Because if you want to be, if you want to, okay, so let's be even mean. He's not here. We, we love you, Andre. We, can Happy even, we can, if you. Yeah. Sorry. Go if ahead. If you want to be ahead. the one hit, you know, you're good. If you want to be the one hit wonder table, that's definitely you, Tampa Bay. This just is that.
0: this is just what happened in two thousand two and two thousand four, except it happened in a more condensed thing because of the virus. That's it. All right, well, we all remember when the Bucks won in two thousand two. That was fun. What happened after that? Nothing. Nothing, Nothing. for uh, two thousand twenty one. A uh, team with the longest drought at the time, and they all right, they finally won the Super Bowl. Okay, cool beans. Then w- w- what happened with the Lightning? The Lightning two thousand four. Oh, it was unfortunate. They had the they had the the lockout season, what have you. Then they came back and the team was so devastated that they they needed to change their ownership. It got really bad and they had lots of bites at at a at a Stanley Cup a few a few times and they, they failed until now. Until it took the virus for that to happen. But I'm not gonna knock them for doing that. I'm not gonna knock them for doing that. They they won it, they won it, right? They it was probably one of the hardest championships to win but do not lump the rays into this i, I he showed us the t-shirts and they had the little ray
1: burst so of ugly.
0: sunshine whatever on there i'm like no erase that they lost they're, they're,
1: the dodgers well, the, the ones on the left were the ray colors the blue and white
0: yeah exactly what that does well, i don't know if it, it might have been the lightning no it was the lightning colors it was blue and white yeah was it yeah it was the lightning colors but the rays were in on it i'm like no you guys lost. They lost. The team is practically in Montreal at this point. <laughs> they got rid of their best pitcher that their manager failed to keep in the game in a in a in a deciding game by the way. You don't take out your ace when that happens. They are losers. Yeah, the Rays do not deserve it. And yeah, you want to okay, you want to create the title town thing. You uh, this, this is not going to be the rivalry between LA and Boston. This is not. If it becomes wow, the 2020s are going to be a really awful decade. If it's Tampa versus LA every season, between the two cities, it's, look, Los Angeles, more recent. All right, you had the Lakers. Okay, fine. The Dodgers, they after spending after spending like what like two, three billion dollars, yeah, finally got themselves a ring. Yeah, finally got themselves a ring. Okay, and you want to look at the past decade? The Kings won two championships, so we can put them in there. And then the Rams made it to a Super Bowl, but they still lost. They still lost. They still lost to who? Tom Brady? Okay, fine, fine, but still. They still lost, so we're not going to lump the Rams in there. Nobody cares about the Chargers. The Angels aren't even in Anaheim, so let's, you know, not consider them. You guys don't consider the Anaheim Ducks you ain't considering the angels just because they they don't know where they live isn't you shouldn't have them but no tampa keep champa bay i'll be fine with it it's okay make your t-shirts make your 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 unlicensed uh definitely copyright infringement t-shirts make them go ahead but don't lump the rays in there they lost they lost in six we, me and Charles, we understand the pain of losing. They are our beloved Heat lost last season. They lost in six. Yeah, but that's last year. We don't care anymore. Yeah, exactly. I feel but I, I, he- I moved on. I, I didn't even like <laughs> when I looked at the Heat game. I'm, I'm like, oh, they, we don't we don't even realize that they added the extra conference championship banner. It's like, oh, oh okay, uh, those are different numbers. All right. But we're not gonna acknowledge hey, it. Oh, hey, Derek Rose with an the
1: oh, next. My, oh, I want him. I want him, I know. Like was that not my push? But and he, it was for like but nothing. He's with
0: Tibbs. Come on, you can't be. He
1: has there. he has no knees now, so it's like, what service are uh, we doing here?
0: Okay. Oh, that's a for tangent. a Tibb though. We'll, we'll go on that tangent later. But yeah, he's coming. But in.
1: Oh, but oh. Andrew will get his chance to defend his position next week. We just. It was the funniest thing in the group chat because I'm oh not gonna lie, God. I was looking forward to talking about the segment, and then it was his birthday. I'm like, ah, uh, but a- Andrew is because here's the thing: like, I'll forget about the 305 and Harpy. I'm like, I've moved around a lot in my it, life. It, a- yeah. Andrew does not. Yeah, <laughs> you have moved around a lot in your life. Your 305 loyalty is like, bye. We're just like, I hey, hate it's whatever. Yeah. But um, Andrew is going to be Orlando until he dies, and that's well, the true. Well, you ride know, of you know what it brought it,
0: you know what brought it out of me was the fact that for the last couple of seasons he's saying like he was like a a casual Jaguars fan, and now he jumps on the Bucs well, bandwagon.
1: Well, that's the thing we forgot to tell him. So in the group chat, we just get a text. It's like, is it too late to change the bandwagon to the Bucks?
0: And we talked and about this like, last week.
1: Andrew, <laughs> and here's the thing. Andrew should really be a four. If his equivalent is a wrestler, he's got to be in the four horsemen status, Ric Flair, Arnassi, because he loves chasing gold. Mm. That's what he loves. He loves the championships, and I get it. Um, but we literally talked about it, and then when we got that, was like, all right, we ripped it open. So here's a fun fact uh, to put on the show. You guys know my second team was Tampa Bay, because growing up, I didn't have a football affiliation, and then it came into, like, tennessee but i lived in the pole county area and that's pro- proliferated with um the tampa bay bucks it wasn't baseball because i was a yankees fan so i was six years old and baseball is you know you know who you are who you want to be with i don't know if you can get a secondary team i think football is kind of easier but that's kind of what i was around i i remember being in that environment eight to like 12 to like 13 you know even when they won their title back in uh 2003 yeah but O-2, um oh yeah. to 2002 but you know, I at least I always solidify with Tennessee. And then what pushed me off from even kind of, hey, I went to box games last year. You know this. You've seen the photos. Yeah. You know where I've been. I I have a hat. Like it, it's there, a secondary. But the James Winston thing can't do it. Rapist can't do it. It's, you know, slander me. Sure, somehow there there's some stuff in there. The the Uber accusations. And then Tom, like it's Tom Brady. So it's like, mm, it yeah. would be the wrong time to get back into it. You know what I mean? Like. Three years from now, I, I, maybe we can solidify that as a secondary team and build upon no, it, but not, I, not I, this year. I,
0: I can accept it as – okay, I can accept people having an AFC team and an NFC team. I can accept that. So it's just like a, in baseball, American League team and National League team. I'm without an American League team because my my, my A-L team used to be the Astros. <laughs> they yeah, need, you can't do they, that. Anymore. They need to cleanse themselves of their sins in order for me to get back there. But regardless yeah, – you know, it might be... I mean, maybe the Mariners, because each year was there for so long, you know, Nintendo connection. Yeah, but know. then but, but then
1: Mariners ruined that, that whole thing, so uh, he can't do
0: it. Yeah, well, well, anyways, regardless, the fact that Andrew <laughs> made his decision immediately after the Super Bowl and the winning, and you just see the... And he just... And the Champa Bay thing, he wanted to get in on it, you know, and giving us all the excuses, and I, I, I told him he didn't even... Pro- he didn't even file the proper paperwork. All right, the, the, the NFL bandwagon Paperwork right, There is a form and, and you have to fill it out You have to fill it out Here's, here's the Buccaneers version of that There it is There's the bandwagon <laughs> transfer form you Just fill it out you, And you should have done it You should have done it before the season started I would have I accepted it before the season started But not immediately after the Super Bowl oh, No, no, no no, no, my good man. Happy birthday, by the way, Andrew. <laughs> We're sorry. We're... We we love you. Yeah, we do. This is this is coming out of love. We just care so much. We just care so much. I I, I just didn't want. I, we we usually we usually have the same opinions with regards to bandwagoners. But to see you go down the drain, all right? I'm sure. Y- you, you guys would have hated me if the Astros were the team I cheered for in the World Series. You guys would have hated me oh, yeah. it. But it I, I would have transferred of... my
1: – I would have been doing shows with John. <laughs> you know my opinion on it. Like, I, I, when I tell people, I would have quit being a fan of baseball. I would have stopped the sport completely if the Astros wanted to Just think of it next year. It's whatever. You know what I mean? It, 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 I'm over I get over stuff quickly. Yeah. Um, I could not get over that. There was a lot of behemoth yeah. hatred that ran through my body and I would easily abandon a sport that I had loved since I was five, six years old where you don't really know sports professionally like that. As a kid, you just like it for the love of it because that is the culture I was going to tail back and go. Uh,
0: okay. Back to the, okay, let's right move it back to commercials. We're about to reach a halfway point anyways, but the other thing was uh, the only other commercial that I liked I like the Blake Shelton Gwen Stefani T-Mobile one. That one I did I like. Even,
1: I don't even remember. It,
0: it. it was the one where she was talking to the the Maroon Five uh, terrible tattoo dude. And oh, nipples. Yeah, yeah, nipples. And he, and he was like, and she was like, oh, I'm trying to get back in the dating game, and I'm looking for a guy that's that's not afraid of women or whatever. You know, sensitive and 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 things like that. And so he was listening in on her and because they had like a bad network that's the whole T-Mobile thing like it was crappy connection he was like hearing every other word and every other word is basically this describing the the country dude Bla- Blake Shelton from from the voice and and so she was like and so he sets them up on a date the, the Maroon 5 guy and she's like blake is like oh this is funny and, and the funny thing is they are aren't they married or whatever i forgot so yeah like that. yeah they're, so they're uh they're together yeah so the, that was like that was pretty funny i'm like oh that, that's pretty cool how they they made fun of that and stuff like that. I, I thought that was pretty funny that that one got me that one got me i got a good chuckle out of that one and then you had the the cheetos one with uh uh mila kunis and ashton kutcher and shaggy who doesn't age
1: whatsoever my goodness
0: man yeah and that's only because of the the song that they they tied it to i think that was most of most of that nostalgia throwing in there as well Well, that
1: and that 70s shows nostalgia yeah it's one of those weird things that kind of gives me hope that one day um sarah chalk and zach braff would just get together if you watch scrubs or Jim and Pam got married, even though they're all respectively married to their very handsome counterparts. But knowing that Jackie and Kelso got together in real life, you know, it makes me have a little warm sensation in my heart. So it's a little bit of everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and BU, let's see, most of these commercials seem to be playing on nostalgia. Yeah, that was a big thing. That was a big thing. You know what the issue is now with it's hard for them because of the instantaneousness of things going viral now? That the Super Bowl commercial is no longer the thing for us to look for memes for.
1: Well, part of it is also you release them early because of these commercials. The last two years have been released early, so you can just
0: know it's there. Yeah, there's some teasing beforehand. Some of them release early anyways. But I think that it goes with that because, you know, you had the Budweiser, WhatsApp or whatever. That was before social media and stuff. And that was like the thing that people were memeing for like a year. Back then, because that's how long memes used to last. <laughs> they would last forever, and now everything's so instantaneous, and and it's hard for 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 these marketing companies to to make something go viral, make a meme. Sometimes they're they're trying hard to make something a meme, and and the ultimately the only thing that became a meme from the Super Bowl was the weekends of. A, uh, Which are
1: fantastic.
0: Yeah, the weekend you know, in that mirror room, whatever, just trying to find his way through. Yeah, and that that was yeah. Those are funny. Those are really funny. And uh, yeah, yeah, that was a. And I guess one last thing. I guess Super Bowl halftime show. I thought the weekend did very well. I was I like his I like his songs. I, I they're very catchy, very of course pop and stuff like that. But and I thought the performance was good. And you know what? Like I like the most about it, because normally the Super Bowl halftime shows have like that gigantic group of like a thousand normies and and casuals that that aren't even there for the game they're just there for the concert and just to be in front of the stage what have you you didn't have that because of the virus it's one of the good things about the virus I have to say is because you didn't have those casuals and normies there and it allowed the the performers to use the entire stadium in the entire field really to kind of have like a marching band vibe with the dancers and things like that. So you, could, you had the entire field worth of it. You already have a crowd. You don't need any more people in there. I don't give a crap about football. And uh, the one thing I didn't like was that. I couldn't understand what he was saying, but that wasn't his fault so much. Yeah, there was part of it where you couldn't even hear him. Yeah, it was it was sound. It was probably uh, something with the mics so or what have you and uh, something that was down. But regardless regardless i thought he put on a good show and i like the fact that he used the entire field and i think that's something they should do in the future uh, if, if an artist wants to use the entire damn field and not have a crowd there and wants to do something special with, then you can do all kinds of things with with uh, all these uh, projectors and things like that uh, go for it uh, i think that that's what they should do so that that was that i like the show some people hated it because they're they're boomers i have no idea <laughs> i don't have no idea or they just don't like his songs, but uh, the week is a good old Canadian oh, boy, so we, we can't fault him, you know.
1: I mean, blinding lights. It's it's catchy. Even yeah. though all his songs are about illicit drugs and sexual encounters. Oh yeah. If you love the '80s, mm. <laughs> if oh. you love anything about the '80s, you should feel at home. Yeah. Mind you, I didn't watch the halftime report or halftime show. I was at my buddies, and he's like, "Hey, do you want to see my new VR that we tried that he bought?" I'm like, Ooh, "Sure."
0: Which one? Which one did you get? Which headset? I
1: don't know. Which one's a thousand dollars?
0: Uh, there's the probably the, the, the new s- one the, st- the Oculus or whatever. Oh no 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 the Oculus stuff is pretty cheap compared to the other ones. No, uh, there's
1: one that he legitimately would have cost him a thousand bucks, but he had like rebates and stuff like that. But was it, it
0: interesting? Was it like did it, it have like a cord and stuff and everything or?
1: Um, it had it had like the cord. It had like the camera set up for distance and everything. It was very high tech. I think it might be like the, the.
0: I think it might be the Steam Index. That might be it because that one cost a thousand bucks. Maybe. But
1: I... Maybe. He he likes it. My whole thing about VR is you don't have, like, real games for me to play. So I don't want to do that. Plus, I, I wear glasses... And, you know, even when I have the contacts, it's one thing, but I spent my whole childhood being told that don't be too close to TV. And now this is my form of entertainment. There's some hypocrisy here.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, I, I need I need somebody to tell me what to do with my life. That's true. I'm not I, good as an I don't thinker.
0: I don't hear that anymore. I don't hear anybody warning of uh, standing too close to the TV anymore, maybe because we have a phone in our face now or ipad yeah well
1: uh, i don't know if i can have epileptic seizures but i guarantee you if i'm playing (laughs) tetris effect it's gonna happen when i do it real up close because that's how you'll do the first you know set of games yeah it's not those kind of games poyo poyo and all that stuff they're gonna be easier to make as opposed to playing hitman 3 or metal gear solid 5 the phantom pain go play now on your switch steam accounts and everything like that um would kind of go from there but it was an interesting experience. I don't know if I would ever pay a thousand dollars for anything because I'm super effing cheap. That's, yeah, um, that's That's
0: that's the thing. That's that's uh, look. That's I, a look, devastator. Yeah, I got the gaming PC and it, it's VR ready, but it's the one thing that I'm, I can't pull the trigger just yet. I've been trying to watch reviews. This one guy reviewed this, this that I really like. He reviews the, the 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 Steam Index. He reviewed that one. He was like. I like he spent a thousand bucks and he's like, Man, this could have paid for my hospital bills when I eventually have to go. And I'm laying in my deathbed and I'm gonna have regrets for, for, from buying this because he has regrets after you know, after the honeymoon per- period. You know, hey, oh yeah,
1: because you realize is a thousand dollars is a lot more yeah. difficult to obtain in plus life. The... We don't, we ain't gonna get those stimmies all the time, kids.
0: Exactly, a thousand bucks plus you got to buy the games on top of that. So and they're you know they're gonna be I heard out. I, there's one called like the HP Reverb or what have you. That that one I heard is a pretty good one, but even that one cost like six hundred bucks. Yeah, that's, that's that's I could just get a PS5. That's almost as much they ever as made my a PC. Assessment. That's almost as much as my PC. I paid seven hundred for mine. And so like you know, and the thing is with the PC, at least I can I could put on the show like right now or I can do work on it in the future if I ever want to do that. I I'm not going to do that.
1: But And you you don't even have the fads. Remember when there were 3D movies a couple yeah. of years back because of Avatar and yeah. you would watch those in 3D? The I 3DS. mean, unless that comes
0: back. Yeah, 3DS yeah, the 3D, and 3D, then everybody yeah. turned, off the, <laughs> turned off the 3D after a while. It
1: was, it was so bleh. I, my nephew had it so when he when he was younger. He was like, I got Pokemon. I'm like, listen here, little boy. Let me try this out. And I was like, oh, this is aggravated. Yeah. Maybe because I'm old. But at that time I was like 25. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I can't do it, but that was what I did. And so, I, I mean, the memes are good, and you know, for for people who don't like him because of his music selection, it's a lot better than what you're gonna have. But I don't know if it tops Shakira's little goat tongue of bad luck last that she year, gave us. The last year last, versus... year,
0: last year, was fun. That was a really fun. Of course, it's you know Latin music. It makes you move, and it's it's upbeat and all that stuff. So that's that's one thing. But you know, people who
1: find mustard spicy would not be able to enjoy last year's music. <laughs> Yeah. And people who think don't, Adderall don't, is only used for yeah. attention span would not like the weekend music. It, if so. you if you
0: find that spicy, don't don't even go near Thai food. Please do not. Right. That is some butthole destroying food. Anyways, let's get, let's on that note, let's have an over to our word from our non sponsors. Because we often highlight foods and stuff and some of them may make our buttholes hurt, but it's all worth it in the end. People, places, things, concepts, what have you, that we've been enjoying over the last week. And Andrew's not here, so I got to think of something on the fly. But there's one. I know
1: something for him.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I, I, I do have one, and it's something that... Uh, just... Guys, sometimes it's it's all about simplicity. Sometimes it's all about simplicity. And, and oftentimes it's... it's some, the most simplest things are paired with other things that just kind of like oh wow there's why, why didn't anybody think of this earlier did, and so over the last week you guys know that along with my my video game beating habits that i've been trying to instill in myself and i've been doing pretty good with that i've also been trying to get a little more culinary with my with my uh with my year at this point trying to get do things and so, I, I decided, God dang it, I just want some pancakes. That's all I really wanted. That's I've been watching, I, you know, I, I that the Kantaro Japanese show about food and, and desserts. And there's one episode there and he, he's eating pancakes. And, and I'm like, damn it, man, I just want some freaking pancakes. You know, I've been on this diet too, doing well with it. But sometimes the man wants and the heart wants what it wants. And I haven't made legit pancakes ever, but I decided I wanted a recipe. I wanted to make the nice, big, giant, fluffy pancakes, the the, the fluffy hotcakes like they make in in Japan. And I found a recipe, allrecipes.com, and I, 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 I botched it the first time. I botched it. I will admit that I botched it right there they're, they're the fluffy pancakes but i did i did botch it oh yeah i, I didn't follow the instructions to the to a t i did things it's for, hard
1: to get perfection you yeah understand.
0: I, at one point i had like this gigantic like hard paste and i'm like what am i supposed to do here and it was like you forgot to add the milk oh and the milk was a journey because it took me an hour to find buttermilk here in hialeah Apparently buttermilk isn't a thing down here, so so that was a journey for me. I went to like five different stores, and ultimately it was Walmart that had it. I'm like, ah, of course Walmart. One place I didn't want to go to, but apparently they have they have everything, even in Hialeah. So I got my buttermilk, but I forgot to add it to it. And in the end, I'm like, second day, second day. I'm like, I got to do this again. I can't live with myself if I don't know how to make pancakes. So, I decided, you, you know what, instead of, because the, the thing that messed me up the most, I burned a couple of them, is the flipping, oh. is the flipping part. That's what, um, Do you not
1: know the secret way to do it?
0: I just, I, I just never did it myself. I just never did it myself. And it doesn't take long. Pancakes cook up pretty quickly. But I just never got the timing down. I never got the heat right. I, I just kind of. Had some. By the end, I had one that turned out well, but even then, I still messed up the the, the batter. I messed up the batter. I just messed it up, so I didn't yeah, taste it. Yeah, the as batter's well. hard. Yeah, so, so the second day, I'm, like, I'm going to do this exactly as the recipe says. But I noticed that I had my arepa maker, and it's really not the maker. It's just, it's basically like an iron. It's like a waffle iron. I'm like, and I. I thought back to my, my old roommate, Michael, from Florida State. And he did this a long time ago. And he was like, why don't... He knew how to cook. He was the reason I, I know how to cook. He's part of the reason why. He's like, let's take that pancake stuff and stick it in there. I'm like, oh. And we called, ultimately, what... It's called pancarepas. It's arepa-shaped pancakes. And, and the hard part with me with the batter is I didn't get it from a box. I made... The thing from scratch with flour and eggs and butter and buttermilk and all that stuff. So that was why I messed it up. But I did it again, but with this Japanese fluffy recipe. Oh, boy. I, 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 as Charles had said, I slutted up pancakes. Oh, yeah, you did. I turned it into a dirty whore. (laughs) And guys, I, I like going down on this sad whore. If you are jumping into this show right now. <laughs>
1: Sports Goop Dark, brought to you by Charles Francis. Every is, time Andrew's out here, the Moral compass leaves.
0: We will dunk. Hey, you, this is on you, man. You should have been our, our, our moral light here, our guiding light. <laughs> when Andrew is not here, we will go to the rated R. We will become rated AO. We will dunk on the city of Orlando <laughs> at every point. But we love you, Andrew. Please come back and bring us back to... To Anyways. Oh, guys. Pancarepas. It's so simple. It's so simple. Just, just tiny handheld pancakes that are rounded. And you can fill them with stuff. With butter or maple syrup or jam or jellies or fruit. What have you. It's just so damn simple. I should have had a photo for it. For for you guys to show and have, I'm like, my God! I need to freaking trademark this. That's what I'll do. That's what I'll do tonight. I'll see if I can do that. I'll see if I can do it. Either way, d- uh, promo code, d- slutty pancakes.
1: Slutty pancakes. Batter me up. Oh, okay, we're, we're gonna go. <laughs> oh, down that a dark was a good hole. one too.
0: <laughs> we're,
1: we're gonna go down a dark hole.
0: Um, I'm gonna do the Speaking Andrew
1: one. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, so, you know, put it out there for people listening. Is it wrong to have stuff in the pancake or having toppings? What's better? Do you go nude with your natural pancakes? Do you have like the chocolate chip, the blueberry, whatever? Or do you have toppings like banana or strawberries, well, cherries even?
0: When you have it, yeah, save it for you the OnlyFans. You right. Food. We have to save it for the OnlyFans. Oh, I should Eat put it on the OnlyFans of me eating it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'll make some tonight. I'll, I gotta use the buttermilk; it, it expires pretty quickly, so I gotta make more. But yeah, no, no. You see, with the pancakes, with hmm, it depends on how how much do you love being a pig? Because sometimes having everything on top, you already it, know that answer for Maya. It, it, it just feels. How I
1: this show? I, I mean, you might
0: end. as well serve it in a trough for me when it's on top, because <laughs> it turns into this like this mush of just fruits and and butter and pancake and it doesn't so, even resemble it, it what it was ask you a question
1: because i gotta ask this are you a psychopath if you refuse to put butter or syrup together because there's some people like no i can't mix them i'm like what what how do you think the greatness that? of peanut butter and chocolate came around or yeah. peanut butter and jelly uh, how... you know the, the, you always go syrup butter it, it you know to quote dennis from um. it's always sunny it's the implication if you have and this is where you go to ihop or anything right like i i don't when i have pancakes at the house and when i was coming back from um, the wisdom teeth removal you know i had to have something soft yeah, I bought a whole bunch of pancakes, mm. so I went crazy the syrup. I didn't go and say, Let me find the butter, because house butter is just not the same when you go to IHOP or Denny's or International or what uh, world's best pancakes, the other place that's in yeah. there. Uh, house. Waffle House. Waffle House, you know, or anything like that. It's like, okay, it's it's just there. But when you get those establishments and they have it, the implication is you mix that bitch up, man. And I don't care if it gets kind of runny nasty because it's good kind of runny nasty. It's not like a running nose. It's runny pancakes with butter and syrup, yeah. and it gets it gets it gets dirty. So mm. you're kind of a, you know, you're kind of a psychopath yeah. there. And I agree with uh, Bu. You're like, I like me some blueberries in my pancakes. Not chocolate chip. I don't know. I really just do chocolate yeah. syrup. Uh,
0: it's it's the contrasting flavor. The chocolate's just kind of like a very big contrast compared to everything else in the pancake. It's not bad. Uh, it's you know, you put chocolate. in will I'll eat it. That's fine. But yeah, blueberries yeah, seem to be yeah, blueberries seems to be like the the like if you want if you want You're already taking years off of your life, but you can at least feel like you're not when you have blueberries in it. It's like, I got my fruit in here. I'm getting vitamin, Uh, whatever. I'm getting my antioxidants. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, put, put the damn butter with the maple syrup. You already know you're losing five years off your life. What's another couple more? What's another couple more? It's worth it. Yeah. Oh, what's your (laughs) non-sponsor?
1: Um, so I'm going to do the Andrew sponsor first. Uh, And this is something I feel Andrew would actually sponsor on. So, I wish I could do it in his voice. I don't have that capability yet. One day we will be. But Andrew's non-sponsor of the week is the city of Tampa Bay. How great Ooh. we have championships. Okay. Tampa Bay Lightning, woo. Mm. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, woo. It's great. We love it. There we go. Love you, Andrew. I felt that was fun. Happy birthday. That. That's a birthday. Happy wasn't. birthday. You see, there you go. I We don't like Tampa because it brings out the PTSD. Oh. And the water's kind of dirty. Mm. Water's kind of dirty. Yeah. Um, I do have a secondary, Andrew, one as a replacement that will go from there. But okay. I'll go to my own. So, as you know, the Super Bowl was this weekend. And for some reason, we associate the Super Bowl with supposedly good commercials. Wasn't there. Great football games. Definitely wasn't there. But we also associate it with fattening food because for some reason, that day only is a day where we can have not one, not two, but like five slices of pizza, a whole bunch of Budweiser. I don't drink Budweiser. Not happening. I drink real alcohol. It's okay. And also a whole bunch of chicken wings. And we're not talking about Three or four, we're talking about like, oh, Charles, are you going to eat 12? Well, you ordered 60 and I'm paying for a third. So yeah, I'm going to take my portion. So I've mentioned them before, but life is, you know, a circle sometimes. And you sometimes come back to pass uh, non-sponsors. But my non-sponsor is Brewseroom because my buddy Ben ordered order of 60 wings. Mm-hmm. And Thanks, I was good. a little tardy to the party. But I got to tell you, even them like an hour, like regular heat is still delicious. And it was medium, but seasoned a little bit. I usually like to get mine extra wet with uh, hot sauce. Uh-huh. Um, oh, man, it's just I'm just thinking about it now because you can never say no to a good chicken wing. And I think for a Super Bowl meal, I always kind of want that. I don't necessarily want pizza because pizza could be an everyday delight, boys.
0: If If a you restaurant messes care. up chicken wings, you get the hell out of there. <laughs>
1: Rest, your your is ruined. Yeah, like exactly. you can make compensation for yeah. pizza i have had little caesar's i will you don't know the 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 level that i'll go to, yeah. you know, to after like,
0: after uh, professor foley's civ pro exam uh i i went to little caesar's and just got like give me Two of those $5 things and I, I just I just angry hate-ate them. Yep, yep. <laughs> just, just give me a hot and ready.
1: Yeah, look, here's the thing. The big knock on Little Caesars is the fact that they don't know when to put their sauce placements, but I remember when they had that bacon pie or whatever it was, like the the big monster of bacon and heavy cheese that you get for $8. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. I, I hate it because yeah. you know me. I fear no man. <laughs> I want you guys, when it comes to food, and I, I wish we were closer because I would literally we would just do a like a food spectacle of eating oh, yeah. as a group together. It would go be ahead. basically the PG ver- PG thirteen version of "Fuck That's Delicious" by uh, Action Bronson on Vice, yeah. which is I like that show. I really wish they actually spent more time talking about the place to eat instead of just eating because I'm like, what? Where's the foreplay? Man, <laughs> you gotta give the background here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will go anything. But I look at food like I'm I'm um what's the guy's name who was chasing Moby Dick? Uh, ahab yeah
0: you
1: know i'm yeah, like God, i've come yes. to conquer you guys <laughs> i have no fear my stomach it either kills me or i kill it that's why i think ron swamps is my spirit number but Brews room their chicken wings are always a go-to when i was back in my spanish classes about a year ago to learn um i would go there every thursday night because it was like a couple week course so i would just go there weekly as my dinner i would have a beer and then i would just eat like 10 chicken wings, eat five, take five home, and watch the Thursday night football. Mm -hmm. And I loved it. And it's been a bit since I've had it because I haven't really gone to the Palm Beach area. And when I did go with friends, um, you know, and I see them, we didn't go out or anything like that. I'm trying to be safe. And we went over to the house, but like we got the platter. So I got that. It was good. I had like 12 of them. It was worth it. Um, And man, it's just so tasty. So Brews Room is my um, non-sponsor of the week. Uh, going into it, tasty promo code. Um, Super Bowl food. Right. And yeah. I guess Andrew's you know real non-sponsor coming into it because with every um, with every meal that you have because we'll keep it Super Bowl related, we kind of see what we want to watch afterwards or anything like that. So I'll tell you what I have been watching. Um, in between, because I finished TMNT, right? Okay. And yeah, it made I'm that. like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it made me very sad. I realized I am, um, bebop. No, I'm rocksteady <laughs> And I'll tell you why in a small snippet of it. Fun story when I just saw I of an ex girlfriend about 10 years ago, uh, I, our nicknames on the team was bebop or rock But the final episode, um, you know, the, Bebop and so just kind of turn the corner and do some good stuff. It's, it, you know, go watch. It's whatever. But his, his emissions of things that he likes because the world's ending, the Bebop goes to him and says, but you like professional wrestling. You like, you know, this cartoon show. You love Mama. And he goes in his big Russian accent, like, and he goes and thinks about his mother and the Soviet nation behind him. He's like, Mama. So he uh, goes and, like, helps out. So I cracked up because I like for wrestling and I love my mama and everything like that. But then um, – the alternate world, because they went back to 1980s, uh, the turtles there were like, hey, you can change your life. You don't have to be goons anymore. And then the Rocksteady over there goes and says, I always want to be a personal injury lawyer, like on the television. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm a rhinoceros. <laughs> I've been kind of empty. That hit me hard. But I working at home, I'm like, I need background noise. I need stuff to do there. So I'm like, what am I going to do? And I decided to restart an anime um, and I had thought about it on the Super Bowl, so I, like, I brought it together. But I, I decided to restart anime because season four came on Hulu because it's one of those few animes – and you can tell we're weeps. but it's one of those few animes where I like the dub more than I like the sub. I have gone back into My Hero Academia, and uh, it kind of correlates with everything because I've been reading X-Men comics, and it's basically the manga version or the anime version of X-Men, even though X-Men did try to make a anime version on G4. Not as good. Um, it's still enjoyable. It's still endearing. I don't understand how anybody likes Bakugo. I think he's just like, any he's, he's just a dick. Lack of a better word. Todoroki's good. I like uh, Tokiyami. Um, Teku's fine. Uraka's cool. Yazurozo, I ho- I wish they, I wish, and I know this is against the counterculture, but I really wish um, Japanese anime wouldn't like sexualize 16 year old girls. You know what I mean? But we haven't put all perspectives. It's scary, Japan. But, it's their thing yeah i know <laughs> but hey if I, if I called out if i called out tyreek and i called out um antonio brown i gotta call out japan too yeah. sorry japan i'm not trying to create a war with you you know but sometimes you gotta do it it's okay but it's enjoyable for those who have not watched it i don't want to say it's the next big thing um be the unt- the untitled action broadcast show with the absolute best pure cosplay but with dissociated. yeah pretty much um it has its enjoyable, but basically everybody has a quirk. It's like the equivalent of mutations, and then it's a story about one person, one kid who did not have a mutation or not mutation, but a quirk. And is gifted the quirk from like the world's best hero who's coincidentally dying. Good action, endearing characters, great fight scene. Season. season two is just so good when they're fighting Stain. Um, man, you're right, guys. Gotta really get into it. Season three. I don't want to say season three was a letdown. It wasn't like something I remembered that well. So that's what kind of prompted the re-watching because I've heard nothing but good things about season four where they bring in um overhaul. So I'm like, I'm ready. I like me a good anime, one that's kind of weird but also grounded. I'm also gonna start your show as I work out, so that should be entertaining because I'm thinking my hero academia will be my TV show um, during work, where I'm listening to the sound effects and I'll do yours uh, probably when I'm exercising. But that one's in sub, right? So I should probably yeah. reconsider my
0: life. Yeah, because, you gotta read it, but yeah.
1: yeah, it can be done. It can be done, but yeah. I don't know if you've watched it. But I always tell people give it a give it a go. It's kind of been like. The hot thing lately, I also have to finish Black Clover. That was really good. Um, I only got to like fifty the episodes there, but Hulu I think has a nice, you know, variety of anime too. And I've mentioned them before as non-sponsors. I know everybody's trying to find like Netflix is trying, but it's because they're making like their own stuff, but it's not good. I don't know what it is. It's yeah. I don't know if it's Americanized yeah. anime just never seeds, But I then th- that's a falsity because I think it's kind of both. I think goals. they
0: commission some of them, and then some of them they, they they're actual other established shows. There's one called Psyche um, K, which is pretty good, but that one was originally just an anime, and then I think they commissioned an extra season or an extra like six episodes, which which is good because mm. I, I like that show. So I'm hoping that's something that Netflix does. It's like oh, some some anime that like that could continue or have an extra few episodes, and they could just commission them. Like yeah, I think these are popular. But well, of course, nothing that's serious. That's that's like, you know, that might. Retcon of things or affect the storyline. It just depends on which anime, and you know, some of them are, are mangas, and
1: it, it all depends. Well, done well it. with recommissioning, and I'll use that word or redoing the old shows from like the eighties, like Shira mm. and um, Voltron. never watched yeah, it, but I've heard they, excellent things, and Carmen sometimes you can't go away from back. the
0: masses. Yeah, they got a bunch yeah. of stuff they're doing
1: but i'm excited for netflix because they seem to be the only platform that knows how to do video game shows because castlevania is actually really good it's just yeah. short yeah
0: sonic, they're, sonic, they're so they're commissioning so, sonic yeah no no i'm i'm ready i'm ready for uh, of course they're gonna have a new voice actor i think that yeah. might be the impetus of why this other guy just quit i don't know if he quit or if he just kind of they're they're not renewing his contract so he probably
1: it probably just didn't renew his contract yeah
0: they wanted yeah no, no I, and every, every time they they do a new show that's when they do a new sonic voice because like the sonic x guy was was when that's uh, they changed the voice one of them the was games. urkel yeah and then like yeah it was urkel but that was like before he had a voice actor in the video games so then yeah. he had the voice actor in the video games for, like adventure one two and then heroes and then they got the sonic x show and they got the new guy to start because they started that show and then sonic boom started and they got the new guy there or what have you actually no no they they started in sonic colors Either way, they were planning new shows and new things. So I think that's why they got this guy. Uh, some people were thinking maybe it'll be the guy who voiced him in the movie, but I don't know how much he's asking for. I'm sure Ben Schwartz isn't that expensive,
1: you know? Uh, John Raphael is a gift, and we need to enjoy <laughs> yeah, him all
0: the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind. He, he did a pretty good job in the movie, so I wouldn't mind him being yeah. in the TV show. But I, I, mean, we'll see. I just want to know who they get as Knuckles. Because
1: I I imagine he needs that deep voice, and yeah. listen, I, I know, and
0: I might be overkill, I need Ving Rhames a voice, we, Knuckles, just for my humor. We, we need some... Well, Knuckles is the most memeable of the Sonic characters, so we, we need somebody good. You know, you got the Odo oh, no, yeah. from uh, Sonic Adventure that gets memed, you got, you know, you got you gone the, to the Knuckles. Way. You know, the, the way... We need that reference in there. Yeah. They the have Lego Tails
1: actually sound like Tails, though, because I remember... I, for, for this is how we're going to date ourselves here. Do you remember the original Disney Sonic TV show? Oh yeah. Where he was eating chili dogs and stuff. Not yeah. Sonic X or Sonic Adventures. Yeah, that
0: was, yeah. Steve Urkel yeah. when he did the voice. Yeah, exactly. You know, Man, and that he, was a... Sonic says, you know, learn, you learn about sexual harassment from Sonic, you know?
1: Yeah. 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 But um, we, we definitely went off that tangent there. <laughs> but yes, so My Hero Academia, if you want something that's pseudo grounded, but you know, still about the typical hero origins, endearing characters good cast of supporting characters that's sometimes the problem i would also say some of the problems of anime is that you like supporting characters more than you like the main characters i don't goku looking at you, dragon Ball Z. um i don't see that the issue here definitely watchable i'll get to season four but i'll just do this as the rewatch for work if i'm doing you know whatever i gotta do background noise and waiting for time to go by or if i'm exercising and then you know there's that um promo code plus ultra
0: Cool. All right, we're we're finally... Did you have you watched My Hero? No, I haven't. I've been. I hear good things. I just haven't been able to sit down and do any episodes. That's because
1: you're you're charged with finding the real gifts, such as Kentaro.
0: Yeah. Well, that that I've just been focused on video games. That that's been my thing. I can't sit down and watch anime when I still gotta, you know, play Metal Gear Solid or whatever. I just can't. I just can't do both at the same time. You know, because because. Sometimes you you have a game you can play a game with like something in the background, but I gotta pay attention. I can't pay attention to both, especially if I want to get the storyline. So no, no, that's uh, that's that's going on. All right, so uh, finally in the back half, you know we, we go off on tang. This is what happens when Andrew's not here either. We, just, we we just start going off on anime and video games at some point. So uh, I need Gottlieb's goons right now. I need to do this. As you. Let's do it. Did an on sponsor for City of Tampa for, for Andrew, but I gotta make them goons. I gotta make them Dude, goons. All right. You gotta... This is really.
1: Can you retell the episode as like we hate Tampa?
0: <laughs> we, well, yeah. That's really what it is. This I, it, my God, man. Like if Andrew listens to it, he's like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, I'm one. Two, what two horrible days in the city of Tampa? Basically. Has colored me for the rest of life uh, of hating it. I'm, I'm just gonna hate it. I've been there. But I've been back there once with my dad when we were gonna so, see the Rays, what have you. But that you know, was fine. Well, about this way, no one but,
1: no one enjoys fine. a prostate exam, and that's what it felt like.
0: Yeah. So no, no. Tampa is just it's a it's a crappy city, and they they, they their varus protocols were severely lax over the last weekend severely lax i i'm not gonna go near that place sure as hell not what have you believe what you want out there i don't give a shit it's still out there it's still out there you may not get sick you may not well you might get it and you won't feel a thing but somebody else will somebody else will and yeah you could be indirectly causing someone a lot of grief and pain in the future so just be responsible. Wear the damn mask, Tampa. The second time, second damn time, you've been goons. Stop winning championships.
1: Yes, yeah, I've been good. You guys good are to Miami. Yeah,
0: well, no, they're good every 25-30 years. All right, twenty-five to thirty years. That's that's what happens with Tampa. That's all right. You guys, you guys aren't. You guys are beneath us. All right, South Florida. We still got more. So more, right
1: you're not even in Florida you're yeah. on the west coast getting exactly. longer. or close exactly. to the West coast
0: so yeah man it was just not good not good for, for people there just yeah I just gotta make them goons other goon prior to the Super Bowl Britt Reed Andy read son
1: yeah that, that was my yeah my
0: setup to it yeah no, no. I,
1: he goes beyond goon. this is this is F up man
0: oh no this is yeah this is absolutely just, I don't know, man. I'm just unex- I can't even say unacceptable. It's, it's got to be more. It's got to be a stronger word for this, man. I, I'm just the, a... oh man, not good. Car crash, drinking before the Super Bowl, before the Super Bowl, you know, drinking and driving. Before the Super Bowl, before, I know you you got a ring last year, but damn, man what the hell
1: and he has a history of messing up too i remember looking briefly and here's the thing i don't have to go into a backstory of why this guy's goon on history when he has done more than enough to justify it but you know andy reed i like you 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 seem like charles in a couple of years where you get hot and sweaty over some pancakes (laughs) um but i want to know do you have the cojones to fire your own kid because if that happened at my job, I ain't
0: coming back to work. Right? Yeah. If it happened at your job, you're probably not coming I'll, back to work. Strong is, how strong is how strong is nepotism? In case, and, and, and we hate nepotism. And, here. And, and the thing is, the thing is, after this, and we don't know the severity of. I think nobody has think, died yet. Yeah, but, but kids but are. The, yeah, but that, that that's the thing. The kids are involved here. Right? There there's a commercial right now of drinking and driving with like a you know a sweet little girl what have you. And this guy at the bar drinking and stuff, and then you see, like, the teddy bear on the road after the crash. Like, that's literally what happened here. And I mean, look, we didn't
1: give Dante Stallworth a pass when he yeah. ran over that person in the car.
0: Oh, man. You know?
1: And the league exercised their precautions. He was out of league, what, a year and a half? Closer to? Or Six. it was a year out, and then no one signed him for a year.
0: Yeah, then. something like that. Um, but...
1: Cleveland did. But... It was a knee jerk reaction, too. And I read the article, and I know it wasn't like drunk driving causes crash. There was like a road issue where they were sliding by, and then he connected. But then you read further, you're like, oh boy. Yeah. This is no bueno.
0: Yeah, no. No, no. You you just got to know. He just, he had, he should have known better. Should have known better. So, Mm Britt Reed. And now my... this
1: is also the pass, you know, yeah. w- are we going to let certain things pass? This is what we're talking about when there's not equitable distribution of punishments because players would get bigger stuff than an assistant but and you, a son of a coach. You
0: kind of feels the yeah, same sentiment there. He feels like, yeah, he's gonna, unless somebody dies, he's going to end up keeping that job. But we'll see. I mean, what does he even do? What does he... I,
1: is he like- I thought he was a linebacker's coach yeah, can- or assistant coach. I know his defense. Yeah. I know it was that. Point. You can get
0: another one of those. He doesn't have to be that. You can hire a female
1: coach. How about that? My whole track
0: comes together. Mm-hmm. There you go. Let's tie it back to something oh, nice God. there. Yeah. And my, my last goon, the NFL awards happen. NFL awards happen. Huh. I, I I didn't really parse through. We all Well, Aaron Rodgers won. Charles. Fraud. Rod won another MVP hey. award. What matters
1: more to you, MVP <laughs> or Super Bowl MVP? Because Tom Brady was, you know, has a.
0: I think for for Rogers, it basically means he's going to end up in Canton in the Hall of Fame. That's that's what yeah. I think for him that matters more. He's got the one ring, and now he's got the three MVPs. That pretty much seals the deal for his legacy. There. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. don't think Drew Brees
1: has got MVP, so he's yeah. better than Drew.
0: Yeah, so he'll he'll get the statue outside of. Of Lambeau Field. He'll get the retired number and he'll get uh, the, the bust in.
1: Do you think he's chasing Payton. Payton? Do you think he's chasing Payton? And I, I, funny enough, we missed the Hall of Fame stuff, or I don't know if you were yeah. saving to talk about it too.
0: Yeah, no, no, actually, I didn't even plan that either. But yeah, yeah, Payton um, Manning made it in. So that was a no brainer. I'm,
1: I'm going to say right now, um, good on Calvin Johnson, by the way, because there was some debates on that mm. he should have been a surefire coming oh, into God. it. Yeah. Um, but what I will say is this. Brady might have most rings, but the hill I die on is that Peyton Manning's still the better quarterback. Yeah. I'm just gonna keep at that. And maybe we'll get Andrew in on that debate too. Uh,
0: I'll say but, uh, that. But I know we were
1: going somewhere else on the goons. Yeah.
0: I, I feel like I mean, Peyton had some good teams around him, but not as I don't know, they're just as well constructed and or well constructed uh, around him. Compared to, uh, I mean, he did what
1: Tom did, went to two other teams, yeah. played for two teams, got them.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's partly you know the first one to do it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. but four
1: Super Bowl rings. Yeah. Really, was the statistics? I think Drew. Listen, I'm gonna say this other unpopular opinion. The reason why Drew Brees' Drew Brees' statistics were so high end is because that system literally called for it mm. for ten
0: plus years.
1: Yeah. But, so food for thought on oh,
0: different day. Yeah. Well, back to this goon. NFL awards happen. The comeback player of the year. Alex Smith. Who who's going to deny that Alex Smith wasn't, wasn't the comeback player of the year, right? There are 40 guys that vote on it. There were 40 guys. But one guy did, one guy didn't. He got 39 of the 40 votes. For a comeback player of the year, a guy who almost died on the football field, almost lost his leg.
1: Went 5-1 on a team that was not expected to do yeah, anything. Went
0: 5-1 on a team and wasn't expected to do anything. Unfortunately, couldn't play in the playoff game for the football team. So how can you deny the man wasn't a comeback player of the year? Well, apparently one guy did, and the one guy wasted his vote on Ben Roethlisberger. i wouldn't have put this guy on the list if it wasn't for who we voted for we found out it was ben roethlisberger oh man this is the goon this is the goon apparently the excuse i don't know i don't think anybody's i think it's anonymous probably so nobody's nobody's been outed but I highly doubt even the Steelers beat writer would even have Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, ben, did, yeah did Ben vote for himself? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. But you mean you voted for the guy who ben. cost him? Had, had, a, had, yeah, 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 that's true as well. But exactly. Ben Roethlisberger, boy, came back from Tommy John surgery. Pitchers do that all the time in baseball. They ain't nothing special anymore. That ain't nothing special at all. Maybe 30 years ago coming back for Tommy John surgery would be something special, but not now. That's a sheesh, man. ACL tears are almost becoming that. That's almost sheesh. People are coming back from stuff like that all the time. No, 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 absolutely no excuse for not voting for Alex Smith. And especially for wasting that vote on Ben Roethlisberger. All right. Sheesh. Every time it's a, Damn good thing Ben Roethlisberger doesn't win any more Super Bowls. Because then he heads, down, he heads down to Georgia and does horrible things to women. All right? Precisely. Exactly. So, Ben Roethlisberger, noted oh. asshole. <laughs> Definitely. not one thing. Yeah. And I don't know
1: if it's MVP or a goon, but we can kind of talk about it. But I figure it's a secret one. The streaker
0: in Tampa. Uh, well, hold on. Well, we'll get to that. And by the way, before we... the. Absolute contrast between the two individuals. Alex Smith and Ben Roethlisberger. Right? Alex a good guy? He's a good guy. You see his family. He's a family guy. When, his, when he came back, and he yeah the video of like his wife taping and stuff. Can you hear her like crying and stuff? Dear Lord. Wow.
1: Just, Didn't he suffer the bearings of having to be coached by Urban Meyer? And he still came out as a good guy. So,
0: gosh, man. Just the abs- is Alex
1: Smith the only great player who isn't a criminal from Urban Meyer? Let's see. <laughs> oh, oh,
0: oh, oh. oh, boy. yeah, It's going
1: to be fun when he's coaching this uh, year. I'm just yeah, saying.
0: The I, petty I, train I, is going to be that, strong. I want to see that 30 for 30 the the University of Florida for that time period. Yeah, the, the Aaron Hernandez era. Uh, Tim Tebow era. I want to see that. Mm. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah, man. That was... Just a straight up goon, you one guy. We'll find you. We'll find you. We will.
1: is that a is that a thing where you question whether or not there is any kind of objectivity and any kind of voting of that nature? Because you get that in the Year Association Awards, you get that in the Hall of Fame. It's like the same guy who didn't give Ken Griffey the unanimous vote exactly. because they felt everybody was gonna get him in. I'm like, no, it's yeah. it, it's not the collective. Yeah. It's you being part
0: of the collective yeah, just, just because
1: that matters too
0: yeah you're just trying to be a dick just be that one oh, guy who's just a fucking dick
1: or that he didn't feel comfortable giving comeback player of the year to a team that got the playoffs, but didn't have a winning record. But here's the thing. Comeback player of the year does well, not mean Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be indicative of the team that had a winning record versus right. a losing record. That's it's the most useless statistic. You could have a guy who is on the one eleven 11 Jacksonville Jaguars. Get the yeah. uh, water payment. Don't deprive it of him because yeah. of the record.
0: Yeah. Comeback player of the year. It's essentially... It could be for any reason whatsoever. You come back from a serious injury. Or, you know, you were... You, you were horrible for, like, so many years. And then suddenly you became, like... Like, the best... Like, like Jose Bautista. He was, like, a t- horrible batter. When he was, like, a bunch of the t- He heads to Toronto. And suddenly he becomes... Amazing. Because he changed a bunch of stuff. So that's comeback player of the year. Or, or Yarmir Jager. Just... He, he won comeback player of the year in the NHL. Essentially. And and uh, it was because, gosh, man, he was like forty years old, and he came back, and it was like, wow, he's still doing stuff. So there's different, there's different criteria for it. There's all kinds of reasons for doing that. But man, Big Ben of all people, of all people in the NFL, why, why I don't get Tommy John surgery, really, really.
1: Versus the man who's like, I might not even be able to see my kids.
0: Yeah, I may not be. I may be. I may have a prosthetic for the rest of my life. Woo! Yeah, that one pissed me off. That one legitimately pissed me off. I'm like, wow, wow. It's just silly. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You need. You need vote. You need that vote revoked when that happens, man. That is somebody who generally does not. Think of things objectively, at all. Okay, where were we? Uh, sheesh, man, I, I I went on a rant, but man, that was that was awful. Uh, let's
1: see. We are very hate-filled people when Andrew's gone.
0: Yeah, well, this is uh, this is the time to get the petty out, man. This, is the time yeah. to get, uh, this was a very it was the Super Bowl in general, man. It was a petty Super Bowl. It was just awful. It was sheesh, man. I, I had to go to Dairy Queen in order to make me feel good about it i had a big giant steak it wasn't enough it wasn't enough i had to go to dairy queen and get something sweet got that royal new york cheesecake blizzard that was a good one they had a red velvet one but they ran out of freaking red velvet pieces i was like ah
1: listen red velvet is one of those weird things when you don't want it's fine but when you want it nothing will stop you from getting it Mm
0: -hmm. and indeed uh, let me. Oh, let me get a small another one out of these. We we got one of these out. Let let me. Uh, I haven't done this one in a while. I've been sitting on it for for a long time too. For a long time, uh, I haven't done a. Actually, have I done a? Let's haul y'all.
1: Let's. Um, uh, yeah. Well, we did one last week. Hank Aaron died.
0: Yeah, let's do some for somebody who's alive. Let's haul y'all. <laughs> let's not be sad. Yeah. Too many people died this week. Let's haul y'all. This one goes to a hockey player, Yari Curie, National Hockey League. Let me type that in here. So class of 2001, right winger, drafted in 1980, I believe, 69th overall. The nicest pick of that draft.
1: Big nice. Mm-hmm.
0: Played for, most notably, the Edmonton Oilers during their dynasty years. Also played for the Los Angeles Kings, the New York Rangers, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, and the Colorado Avalanche to end his career. And yeah, man, this guy... This guy was... Uh, In a team comprised of a ton of legends, wow. I mean, he would be a legend on his own, on any other team, but he just, you kind of see, kind of a little buried behind, you know, Mark Messier and and Wayne Gretzky, of all people there. (laughs) But man, those Oilers teams were super stacked. Just the entire team might as well have been, and they basically are all Hall of Famers. But yeah, man, this guy, he's one of the 100 greatest NHL players when the NHL had their 100th anniversary celebration. So he's uh, one of the guys that uh, ended up being there. Uh, he is in the Hockey Hall of Fame. He is also in the IIHF Hall of Fame, so the International Hockey, uh, International Ice Hockey Federation Hall of Fame. His number 17 is retired in Edmonton. It is also retired for the team that he played for before entering the NHL, which was Joe which is a part of, he's from Finland, so part of the, one of the Finnish leagues there. And he's also, his number's also retired with the Finnish national team. He was essentially, he was, he was the first great Finnish player in the NHL. Because around the 1980s was when you started seeing more Europeans entering the league. So for the longest time, a lot of things with uh, the Soviet Union stuff, a lot of really great, Eastern European or, or or players like that were denied entering the NHL for for reasons and yeah five Stanley Cups with the Edmonton Oilers in the, those dynasty years first Finn ever in the Hockey Hall of Fame and uh, because he was in the NHL he didn't get he didn't get to play in a lot of international tournaments because for the especially the Olympics because the NHL didn't go to the Olympics until 1998. Where he won a bronze medal around the end of his career. And he ended up being the owner and now general manager of the team he initially played for in in Finland, Jokeret. So it all came full circle for Yari Curie. So that's our let's haul y'all. And I want to head on over to Uncultured Swine because Said Jokerette team is the team I'm gonna highlight there. See, I planned all of this, I had it all segued out. So, It one of the more notable European hockey franchises. So, there you go, they got a jester there as their logo for the longest time, really. This team is, this team is pretty old, Charles, established in 1967. Hmm. And they've jumped around a few leagues because of that. So originally with SM Sarja from 1967 to 75, which became SM Liga, which is the highest league of hockey in in Finland from 1975 to 1987. Then because they sucked, they were relegated to uh, Divisiona, I divisiona from 1987 to 89, then they worked their way back up to the SM Liga and finally in 2014 they decided to join the Continental Hockey League which is uh, primarily comprised of Russian teams but is now adding teams from other other nations in there so this is the the first Finnish team to be added and um, what most people would would say is the second highest uh, talent level in, in the world With regards to hockey you know, The NHL is number one KHL is number two They've won six championships Their last in 2002 So they've yet to win The, the uh, Gagarin Cup In the KHL Their notable alumni Yari Curry, of course That we just highlighted Another Hockey Hall of Famer T. Musolani. Uh Goaltender Kari Lettinen And then Essa Tikkanen As well were all former players for this team. And they've also harbored some of the uh, North American hockey players during the work stoppages. They'll, they'll head on over to Europe to, to play a little bit. So they've, they've had a few of NHL players stop on by for those reasons. And this team is super successful. That's why I said they were one of the most successful European hockey teams out there. They set the single-game attendance record for the KHL in 2017, when 17,645 people enjoyed an outdoor game at Kaisenyemi Park in Helsinki, that's where they play. And they also played the longest KHL game ever in 2018 against CSKA Moscow, and they won 2-1 in Quintuple overtime after 142 minutes and nine seconds of play. And they play their home at uh, Hartwall Arena in Helsinki. Opened in 1997. Capacity of 13,449. They are one of the best, I think they might be the best attended team in the KHL. They hosted the IAHF World Championships and World Cup of Hockey Games as well. And they hosted their first two ever NHL games, regular season games, back in 2018 when the Florida Panthers took on the Winnipeg Jets, and they chose those two teams because at the time, of course, now Alexander Barkov for the Panthers is a Finnish national, and Patrick Liney, who is now with the Columbus Blue Jackets, was uh, was a part of the Jet at that time, and of course, he is Finnish too. So they got basically the two biggest Finnish stars to play against each other, and yeah, that's those are my my two bits there with uh let's haul y'all and uncultured swine so we are I feel like i learned a lot. yeah 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 some uh, we, we planned some stuff it wasn't all just about the super bowl but we'll uh we're, we're because we're, sometimes
1: football's just not that interesting
0: well the super bowl just wasn't that interesting so we there are reasons why i want to get some of these out of the way i've been i've been hanging on to these for quite a while for the last few weeks so I'll finally get them out all right charles we are down to last part of the show are are you are you ready ready are are
1: you saying that we're in a countdown that could possibly eliminate options because that might be relevant to the wrestling world folks so i am ready if you are ready sir and good mighty yeah, we're my ready. graphic on yeah. let's see yeah. welcome everybody to your weekly truplex the cage with charles standard disclaimers we all know wrestling is not fake it is scripted it's a stage fight it's song and dance and ballet and poetry and motion it's a story it's about men and women chasing championships chasing glory chasing wrestlemania and dreams for relevancy it's also about people just wanting to beat the holy crap out of each other and right now Everybody kind of want to beat the crap out of each other, despite the low ratings. But what's also wrestling? A comedy. It's a comedy because when you have a woman missing a leg drop on an apron, screaming, ow, my butt, and then about 10, 15 15 seconds later goes and says, ow, my hole, boy, do I laugh at cheap comedy. And so does Vince McMahon. So here we be, folks. We talk about eliminating, well, Elimination Chamber is upon us. I think it's a week from Sunday. They've already started out the cards in the WWE world. What do we know? For some reason, for some God-forsaken reason, of uh, things that make no sense, not all the main titles are going to be in Elimination Chamber. What's the cha- Elimination Chamber, you asked, Charles? It is a steel structure of doom, of destruction, where people enter a pod. It's going to happen February 21st, but we're going to talk a little, about, a little bit about it today because there's not as much to talk about in the wrestling world yet, in my opinion, so we can kind of talk about it. The elimination chamber has people entering in that chamber, about six people, and it's in a, you can't see me, but quotation marks, random order selection, who comes in, who comes out, and the last person standing essentially is your new champion. The one thing I don't understand and why we're in it is because the build has not been that good for Elimination Chamber. Remember, the Royal Rumble was just last week. Edge had won it. Charles loved it. Made me feel all good, warm and tingly inside. I definitely do not understand the internet community because God knows they're pissy pants all the time. But anyway, they announced the Elimination Chamber for the Raw segment yesterday. Um, It was a low Raw, by the way, 1.7 million in the ratings, which is no bueno. You don't have Monday Night Football anymore. Who are you going against? The news? Yeah, get more people in there, man. Say, Stay away from the news. Come watch us. I the some coin, by the way? <laughs>
0: oh, God. Don't do that. On, I need some coin, meme coin, yeah? Don't do it for the meme.
1: <laughs> Don't do it for the meme. That's just, been like
0: a certain thing with I my threw, other group chat. I threw 10 bucks at it. Come on. <laughs>
1: oh, you know what 10 bucks can get you? Two bacon chalupas at Taco Bell. Um, I
0: just saw the commercial. So as you, see the,
1: yeah, as you see in the graphic in the background, you have already the six amounts entry. So I believe it should always be this for the Elimination Chamber. I believe title should be defended in there. The last couple of years has been for number one contender spots in the Royal or not the Royal Rumble, but leading to WrestleMania. And that bothers me because why would I want to go through steel and destruction and breaking through glass pods and trying to survive five other superstars or wrestlers, depending on what Vince wants to call them throughout the day, if all it's going to leave me a contender shot when contenderships could just be given at some point, earned, whatever throughout the weeks. But I'm already kind of hating it because we got Drew McIntyre. We know I want Drew to drop the title. I have not been liking his second run. He had a face Goldberg. It was bad. He was doing something with Sheamus, the guy who looks like he came out of Assassin's Creed Syndicate, the white shirt, the red uh, beard, the little bowler hat, looking like he's a mean, you know, green posse over there. Great wrestler. He just turned on Drew. So why don't we just like do that match, Elimination Chamber, and then we do the Chamber matches for the Women's Championships and maybe the SmackDown Championship because the whole storyline of the building into everything is that, oh, has Edge decided who's going to face at the Royal Rumble? And now they're doing it with Bianca Belair and say, oh, hey, who's Bianca going to go face at the Royal Rumble? But let me enjoy the Elimination Chamber because this is your last chance to make me believe that there's going to have some impact and relevancy going to WrestleMania because the pay-per-view after this is fast lane in March and we know nothing's going to happen. Maybe you have like a mid card title change, but the WWE championship is not going to change in March. And my problem is you already had drew and shame's just about to start a feud. And now you're including a whole bunch of these other guys. Once again, we have Randy Orton interfering, or he's going to be in the match. Well, we're waiting for the feed. He toasts the guy alive the same way that Francisco toasted his arepas and how we toasted the town of Tampa Bay. Sorry, it happened or the city of Tampa Bay. You have Jeff Hardy, who is yeah. fine, but he hasn't done anything the last couple of weeks. He was jobbing out to Elias and feuding for Elias and then beating Elias. AJ, we like AJ. Charles is not going to say ill will. He's the one I mentioned that can give me a four-star match and a handicap match um, with my buddy helping out. Miz has been booked as a loser, so I don't understand what he got to be in there, but then you've seen with the Money in Bank briefcase, so he already has the briefcase, so unless you're going to do the ultimate swerve, which would be have him first eliminated, and then at the very end, have Drew beat out everybody, and then have Miz cash it in. I'll tell you right now, I would love that, because it's like the ultimate F FU, and a great way to kind of defend that ring, but what I'm saying is a lot of those guys are not exceptional choices to consider. And mind you, the Raw roster is a little bare, but it doesn't fit per se, especially if you're gonna feud with Seamus and Drew. Not a big fan of it. Wasn't crazy. What I am a big fan of is they announced it yesterday because there's mixed storylines coming in where they're going to have Bobby Lashley, the man who I think literally eats children so he can have the best traps in the world who has been booked better than Drew McIntyre as a United States champion. Because he just wants to murder you now. He's part of the Hurt business. And boy, he is the CEO because he put on Hurt. Look at this, man. He is scary. You know, I, I still dream for the dream match of Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. But man, the way you're booking him, I like it. He just wants to hurt you. Please. They have him, Keith Lee, and Matt Riddle in a triple threat for the U.S. Championship. And right now, yes, I understand it's a copy and paste of what we had Friday on SmackDown, which was Big E versus Sami Zayn versus Apollo Crews in a triple threat for the mid-car title there. But there's a difference. This is just beginning. Even though Riddle and Lashley have been feuding and uh, Lashley and Lee did have a match a couple months back to which Lashley low blowed him, the Big E match resolved itself because now Sami has effectively been pinned twice or has lost twice and his opportunities for a rematch. Now you can go feud with Apollo and Big E. But this match I'm about because it's a different set of styles. You have Bobby Lashley, who's just Murder ton 3000. You have Matt Riddle, known as Riddle because Vince doesn't want you to research his first name, Matt, because that's when you see the uh, sexual assault charges, or not charges necessarily, not charges or redacted claims. Um, So, you know, they want to hush-hush that publicity. So that's why he's Riddle, who is that kind of Spicoli-esque, you know, Fast Times at Ridgemont High wrestler, Talented wrestler, kind of funny. It's a different dynamic. He has a very MMA background. And then you have Keith Lee, who you know I was big on in the NXT, and Vince has ruined him. Um, Fat shamed him a little bit, I think, by going and giving him a a singlet of an entire when he used to wrestle shirtless. I wouldn't mess with Keith Lee. I wouldn't call him fat. He'd beat the hell out of me. But putting into a triple threat match, I think, lets Bobby still kind of be protected if he loses leads him to mania or allows him to lose that title but go back and challenge drew properly because i had a match in june or july at extreme rules but it was a one-off and i felt like it should have been more but the way you've been booking him as just a destroyer especially how he was in the royal rumble there's potential and the great thing about triple threat matches is that you can get a diverse set of styles because it's not the three guys trying to beat the hell out of each other nonstop. There's sequences, there's pauses, it's two-on-two, there might be both guys are down, and you're going to make everybody look good. Your boy is a fan of that. I am not a fan of Lacey Evans and Asuka. I like Lacey as a character, but her inclusion with Ric Flair to get over on Charlotte is going to cost my girl Asuka real credibility, unless we're going to Asuka heel turn. Then I'm about that. But last night on Raw, for some reason... Lacey Evans won against Charlotte, and if Lacey beat Charlotte, she would get a title shot Elimination Chamber. But all Lacey's been doing, here's my problem with wrestling. You need to treat wrestling and getting contenderships like you do boxing. The guy who only has three wins to his name does not automatically get a world title shot. This ain't UFC because they're so low on names I have to throw whoever's out there because UFC needs that next big name quickly, right? The rising star. Boxing is a slow man sport, man. And not slow in the, the art of the sob, but the art of credibility. You know, you have to figure out who to appoint. And I feel like that should be with wrestling because if you have too many people who just don't deserve the opportunities, how are we going to know as viewers if they're lower card, if they're mid card talent, or they're main event talent if you keep hopscotching them? Lacey had been losing in the tag teams with Peyton Royce. Now she's going over on Charlotte because obviously Vince sees something in her, and there's something there. There's some talent. Her ring work is still very green, but the character work. Because here's the thing about wrestling: sometimes you're a good wrestler, and sometimes you're a good entertainer. And the WWE stands for World Wrestling Entertainment. So if you fill one of those qualifications, you can get that paycheck. But you could do better than this because how is it that you beat her via DQ and you get Oscar for a Raw Women's Championship? Wouldn't it just make sense to allow Oscar? To be a dominant champion and defend her championship in the Elimination Chamber against five other women and murder them all. And then you can give me Charlotte and Asuka for the title at Mania. Again, I understand we're replaying it, but all the best rivalries had multiple matches at Mania. Austin Rock, they went three times, baby. Taker Michaels, Taker H went three in different generations. You gotta build it. They don't wanna do that. And I, I talked to my buddy about it earlier. I think Lacey's going to win. I think it'll be Chicanery that happens. And then it's just going to be a way to take the title off of Oscar, which it is probably time to take that title off of her anyway. She's had it since Money in the Bank when she basically won it in Money in the Bank. But the briefcase was really the title and not a title opportunity because Becky Lynch got pregnant um, or was pregnant already. But I just can't get behind it, man. And it's that illogical booking that I kind of hate. What I will leave to this to the future because – we're going to go to some other stuff. We're going to go to New Japan. You know how I feel about New Japan. Got a little, you know, man crush on those guys there. Um, I leave it at this, where there's still time to build it and make it interesting. But now's the time where you need to integrate that pay-per-view to other storylines for WrestleMania. I need a clear vision. What I need you to do is fix the tag teams who do you want to represent Raw or SmackDown for the tag team titles? What are we doing about Edge? Like, I don't want to wait two months from Edge to make his decision. It's pretty clear cut. It's going to be him and Roman. I believe I sent you the promo of Roman screaming, saying he's playing games with me, and he just shouts, why would you play games with me to Edge? We want that because I think it's a better style clash. I think there's a better story being told. One's a tribal chief. The other one is the guy who miraculously coming back, and he's going to be murdered by the tribal chief, and that's what you should do. By no means should Edge win whatsoever. If he does, I'll live with it. But you got to get that heat on that heel. And to beat the guy that everybody loves who has this feel-good story is just miraculous. And also, I'm intrigued, Francisco. I'm intrigued of what we're going to do with Kevin Owens because I thought it was done. And he shows up on SmackDown just stuns Roman and goes on. Is him and Edge going to work as a tag team against Uso and Roman? I'm okay with that for Elimination Chamber, which is almost a throwaway pay-per-view. I'm okay with it. Or are we going to tease me because you talk about slutty pancakes we're talking <laughs> about slutty wrestling not in bra and panties match are we gonna you know get my toppings going by possibly possibly finding a way to extend owens and roman into a triple threat match at mania and you might say charles is that excessive well i'm a glutton maybe that's what happens because I think it protects Edge and his ring rust because it was there was some ring rust there. Not the Royal Rumble but when he had his match with Randy Orton. And it continues a feud where both men could just kill each other and Edge wins. And it's like, okay, that's fine. It all makes sense and then allows a further story to proceed. So I'm intrigued. Going over to Dynamite because there's nothing going on with Impact. Mm. Um, I implore everybody to watch Being Elite. You know, not all the time, but to watch it for the Dark Order segments, because that's where some of their stories are actually developing, such as the Dark Order, falling in love with Adam Page, wanting him to join, and then he's not going to join because he's been hurt before by being in the group because he was part of the elite. And, you know, they're obviously looking for the void since Brody passed. Um, And then, but now Matt Hardy, that's right, the brother of Jeff Hardy, who's in the Elimination Chamber, look at that all comes together, is trying to recruit. Hangman page for the Big Money Matt Enterprise, and so in the Being the Elite segment, five, so they're writing out these Valentine's these valentines Day, come around, get your boo something, like a Henry Handy shirt at our sports group website, or our Fire Thighs shirt, or a hoodie, I think we make hoodies. Um, Francisco hasn't made anything for himself, I think he has a lot of quotable stuff. Um, which you really gotta put yourself out there, you know, I mean, I'm a slut for pancakes, I mean, I really have, could be a yeah. motto.
0: Oh, oh. Girl. I will do that later. Yeah, you know,
1: like you know, there, there's stuff that you can go into. We we can go you need to expand it, you know, because you're so good at everything. You know, master of all man. Um, so they they're writing things and all of them write like love letters to Warlow, who's like this big like jack dude and Stu Grayson, and I don't know if it's stage, I don't know if anything's like I I mean I know it's stage, but it's like pre-written. But he's talking about his Valentine's Day card for Warlow and it goes, you know, you pull hard, you push hard, you are hard, and so am I. That's like the cardy game. And I died, I was on the ground. I was just done. But Five um, goes to Hangman to give him his Valentine's Day card because that's who he chose. He goes to Warlow, Warlow, like, where's my card? Because everybody gave Warlow a card. He's like, where's my card? He's like, he goes, I'm sorry, you're not my type. It was just so funny. And then he goes to Hangman. Hangman is kind of like in a way he doesn't even see the card. And then Five puts it into Hangman's jacket. And, of course, in pure soap opera, because wrestling is a soap opera, um, Matt Hardy sees it reads the letter, rips it up so Hangman can never see it. Because even though Hangman Page broke the hearts of the Dark Order, that story's not done yet. I think I sent you guys that breakup session. It was hard, man. I almost cried, but it was great. Um, It felt like an episode of The Bachelor. I see ABC in the background. That's what it felt like. You know, choose me, Adam. He hasn't chosen his clique yet. And AEW is getting too faction heavy because I feel like they're mimicking New Japan. And yes, they are still going with the whole um, co-breeding, as I call it. It's not even interbrand. It's like co-breeding. Basically, we're having three ways of wrestling because New Japan's in it. That's how we segue to that. Kenta is teaming up with Kenny Omega to go against Pac and John Moxley. I believe that's correct. I forgot who Moxley's teammate might be, but I believe it's that. Because Moxley is what? The New Japan US champion. Um, We talked about it last week. I'm not crazy about it. I feel like it's going to mix some guys down. And if this is what you need to do to survive in the pandemic world, I get it. But how is this going to set out the storylines coming back all together? So that has its concerns for me. New Japan, though. We have the new beginning to Hiroshima coming in. The pay-per-view starts tomorrow and goes the next day. Two-night event. Some good matches are going to be there. First one that you're gonna have is um Hiromu Takahashi versus Show. I call Hiromu the the Japanese pimp because I love his style. He's so flashy. It's like Bootsy Collins in the Japan world versus show. It's for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Boy, can those guys go. That's definitely gonna be kind of like a match of the night that I'll be excited for. I'll make sure to watch it. Gorillas of Destiny versus Dangerous Trekkers. You know, remember everything is a faction. Gorillas of Destiny is Tamatanga and Tangalao, and they're part of Bullet Club, who's also part of the people that you see in the being the elite. Um Like I said, crossbreeding is a bad thing sometimes. We'll talk about that probably in a couple weeks when all blows up in our faces, or it's perfect. Dangerous Trekkers is part of uh, Suzuki Gun. We love Minoru Suzuki. He's the king. Um, But they've been kind of going out a little bit. I feel like they need to spice up that tag team a little bit. I don't know if they've been hurt uh, in the amount of challengers to go for that title because of the virus, but it's a possibility. Night 2, that's when it comes into the big match that we talk about. Koto versus Sonata. And even though I don't think Sonata is going to win, obviously not, because you can't flip-flop, I think something's going to happen in the match. And I hope something happens in the match. Where they make the determination that they have to stop having one champion hold both titles as double belts. Because it's not as even he's defending the, let's say, is not defending the um, Goofception. It's not defending the Intercontinental title one night and then the uh heavyweight title the next night it's at the same time for the double bell so you're not going to merge it because i think you kind of ruin the legacy of both titles but i'm getting sick of it you've done it for a year it's lost this meeting good for code for basically being a wrestling god um but they got to find a way so i think they can kind of split that a little bit um going into it and i'll be interesting they're also doing the so this you find this industry because we don't talk about that much. They have a six-man tag cha- tag team championship. So you know, your there's your standard tag teams, which is mm-hmm. two people going against each other. They do the six-man, which is three versus versus three. So chaos, which Marvelous is a faction, a, pretty <laughs> much, which is Tamahei Ishii, Hiroki Goto, who I've been watching a lot of his. I don't know why, but lately I've been seeing like, okay, these guys I'm gonna talk about New Japan. I I should do a learner goof sometimes on a slow segment, whatever about the New Japan wrestlers because I could talk all day about the WWE stuff, but. The New Japan stuff even informs me and gets me all into it. They're defending that Never Openweight Championship against Bullet Club's Jay White, Tamatanga, and Loa. So, yes, the same people who were already defending in the prior night, their tag team championships are now going to be going for the triple threat. And I think they win it because why? It brings over the Bullet Club to defend titles in AEW. And it's been rumored that AEW wants to introduce a three-man championship. I, won't, I don't like to call it a six-man tag team championship because it makes no sense. I think Lucha Libre calls it the AAA triples, which I kind of really like that a little bit more. Um, what would you call a stack, a three-stack of dynamites? Maybe you can do something like Warplay, like they have the TNT championship. Um, make it fun. Make it cute. Do something with it. Mm. But that's going to be interesting. Should be some good matches throughout the night. Um, and we'll see from there. And that's, I think, all I got for you this week in the cage, man. All right.
0: Okay. Well, I think that's it. And we, that's stiff. yeah, number 92, we're done with this one. I guess from what I've learned, you're supposed to do like a call to action to people at the end of things. So I'm going to try it out. You guys like our stuff and subscribe to us. We are literally on everything. We're like literally on everything. All right. YouTube, Twitch, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, all kinds of podcast apps. There's like 40 of them. You'll find us. You'll find us there. We're in India. <laughs> we're, we're in India. We're, we're we're in all kinds of countries now, all kinds of states. Follow us
1: on Twitter F K O J R Charles the True, Dan Holley, Sports Scoops. Follow yeah. our counterparts as well.
0: Yeah, we got a merch store. if You wanna get some of that stuff? Some of that stuff. You can you can also go to our Patreon, support us if you want to. Yeah, we, we got we got stuff there too. We're we're everywhere. We're everywhere. And yeah. we we will find you. We will find you, especially that guy that didn't vote for Alex Smith. Yeah, I hope we're going to find you, bud. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, Tom Brady, tribal chief of football, as Charles has said.
1: Yep, yep, tribal TCTB.
0: Oh. All right, bye, everybody. Take care.